think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back. Happy Thursday, March the 31st, year of our Lord, 2022. Glad you're with us. True Withers Show with True Withers. I'm your host, True Withers. Uh, if you're enjoying us, please give us a thumbs up on the current video. Five-star review wherever you are listening and subscribe so you can join the chat with us. Scoob's announced. How we feeling, Scoob? I had a terrible dream last night. It was oh, It was awful. Do tell. I, um... So I kept waking up in my room, but it wasn't my room. It was like the door opened the opposite way. So I knew it wasn't okay. my room. And like there Wait, were... like it opened left and your door opens right or it opened yeah. in and your door opens out. Yeah, it opened it opened left and my door opens right. That's right. I got you. Okay, so you're like something's afoot. Mm -hmm. Okay. Something's afoot, and I mean, there were just like people in the house that aren't ever in the house, and I was scared. I couldn't wake up. It. it Did you know just... who the people were? Yeah, like my grandma was in the house, and I was like, "Grandma's not normally in my house in my room," so I was like <laughs> freaking out. It was creepy. What's the grandma not not a room person? She disallowed. I don't. Well, she just she lives at a different place now. She's at at a different house now, you know. So she's not. Yeah, that'll do it. So like having no. having a dream where she's in there, I'm like, whoa, I don't like that. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe that was the back. It was it was the same door, but it was backwards. Maybe. Maybe you were at the place she's normally at now. You're like, this door doesn't open like this, and she was like, this door doesn't usually open like this. <laughs> we're both and in the wrong place. And you both, you said grandma, and she said school, and nobody knew what was what. And then I woke up. I got, yeah, that's, I mean, you you didn't get killed by a chainsaw, but that's still pretty creepy. Like for like, a, like that's a, I think I'd rather get killed by a chainsaw than have like a creepy dream. Yeah. And there was like parts where I was like trying to leave the room and I would like, I couldn't like walk. It was like weird, you know, it was like I was trapped in there, you know? Wait, was that the like the sleep paralysis demon? I don't know. It 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 felt like that, but like the door wasn't opening the right way. So I was like, this isn't real, you know? Like that's mm -hmm. how I was like not freaking out too much. But I was like, oh. Yeah, no, that's that's tough. Uh no, I don't I don't know last dream I had years. And again, they're they're never anything fun. Like never anything even as interesting as that. Like I went to the store, they were out of milk. <laughs> Got some bananas instead. Like that'd be the whole dream. Um, that would be a nice dream. I miss those. I don't like them. They're just I don't like a mundane. I'd rather have no dream. Yeah, than a mundane yeah. dream. No like, dream is a, weird. I don't know how I would feel about not dreaming at all. You know. I don't. I mean, I know they say you dream every night and just remember. Well, then I literally never remember it ever. See, I remember. Um, I remember like all of them, like all day. It bothers. I, I don't me. know if. It, <laughs> I'll say there was an age. I don't know if it's. I think an age. You just hit a certain age, and it's like, man, yeah, I got too much other stuff to forget. Like I've already forgotten the dream that I was supposed to forget. True. true. Um. So that's tough. Spliffy did karaoke with his ex last night. I hope that was a. That sounds like the worst. That's not like the worst dream I've ever heard. Spliffy's stomach hurts right now. My stomach hurts. <laughs> uh. That's tough. I was. <laughs> 
the first time I ever did karaoke was in college with a woman I would eventually date, but wasn't dating at the time. Right. Well, that's like a movie. It very much was. And not kidding, the song she wanted to sing, because she was in a relationship, the song she wanted to sing was Secret Lovers by Atlantic Star. Oh. And I was like, wow. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, that's a great song. Yeah, let's. And I'm just like, man, I, this girl's got taste. Um, I don't think we, I still didn't hit it for like a, several months later. Um, still, I just had, no, I was like, man, you, all right, y'all, have a good night now. All right, now. Um, <laughs> hmm. The, the girl knows music. Remember um, that song we did? That was a great song. Yeah, Zippity Dubai. Uh, yeah, dated for like four years after that. All good times, but prayers up for Spliffy. That's see, my when I the time I did the karaoke, she wasn't the ex, she wasn't even the current at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but Spliffy, I I saw Spliffy talking about it in the community, so I I don't know if that was a by choice thing. Like I don't. <laughs> he needed to hide it from her in case she was still following him. What if she in the community though? She was like, "Oh, bet karaoke." Yeah, I like, I love to sing. Gonna I want to sing. I'm gonna head right out. Yeah, I want to sing some songs. Uh, he said he just had to throw his AirPods because she in the other room. I, I've been there, Spliffy. <laughs> I'm telling you, dog. I, listen, I know. I've been there. It's one of those man. Let me tell. Uh, I wasn't talking about nothing. You wouldn't listen to no music, babe. Nope. I don't even. Li- I don't even like that stuff. Um. But alas, for uh, day six straight, we will find out what is going on with Daniel Kalua. I need to know. I must know this instant. Uh, so something, something very strange. Very. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out, time out. Split. Y'all saying "Never End" by Future and Kelly Rowland. That's bad. That's a bad idea. Flippy. Jeez, you guys! Oh man, just imagine that uh, duo up there. I will not imagine that duo. I won't do it. Uh, I want to hear about this duo. So this is from this is from Page Six, verified on Twitter. We we trust Page Six. Uh, it says insiders worried about actor Daniel Kaluuya's ties to life strategist. I was gonna say I remember because I remember that. Like those two pictures in particular, like him at like the Oscars and her mm-hmm. on like the mirror. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's the uh, air holiness. Yes. But do we have, is Daniel Kalua okay? Because this is, do we have an update from more recent than March? Like they might be married now. We we don't. This is this was getting reposted during the Oscars. So okay, we, okay. I guess that's because he was not there. I imagine no, she probably wouldn't let. She probably don't agree with that type of stuff. I think he was there. I believe he was. I think I did see him there. Was she there? I did not see her, which is why <laughs> people were posting this. Hmm. So who who knows? Hmm. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that, but I believe he was there. I gotta say this. It's more jealous than anything. I would love for an Instagram uh, holiness woman to ruin my life. Like, what is this jealousy for Daniel Kalu? In- I think it's envy. What are they speaking out for? Is it envy? Um. Well, it seems like they don't know who she is. Jealousy. <laughs> jealousy. So it says that um, her name is uh, Air Holiness. Uh, she calls her. She called herself Kalua's personal manager on a, a a deleted LinkedIn page. Oh boy! But she also described herself as headmistress for 
the international alma mater blessed university i got turned down from there fuck iam bu chapter they said my grades weren't good so uh, a well-placed source whatever that okay, brantley said uh kalua presented okay is, uh, is what brantley is saying okay, so okay. presented so he was for sure there okay um what else do we have? So it says that a well-placed source said, to be honest, we qu- can't quite figure out who she is. We really have no clue as his team has shifted camps. So Ooh. she was by his side when he filmed his most recent movie. And okay. that her behavior during the filming caused people on set to be con- concerned about her influence over him. So what, what, was, her, what was her behavior? Let's see if they also listen. I remember that was when he won the award last year. Not a that's not an Oscars fit, Daniel. Scroll up a little bit. That's not an Oscar. Fit, <laughs> like in the way he's staying in those those big shoes, man. Come on, I know, he, and I know he got a stylist because I've seen him have that shit on before. He can dress. That's why I was like, I if she put this on him, then I want her gone. Right, right. And so let's see, what did he do on set? Um, it says. People on the Nope set were very concerned that Air Holiness had taken over DK's life and all decisions had to go through her, and that there were multiple blow-ups and the production people were afraid of her. So, that's... That's interesting. Okay, that's tough. Because I was going to say, what this reminds me of, I remember it came out, um, I think it came out after he had passed, because nobody really knew. Like, Chadwick Boseman, they were like, for movies, and I remember the the dude from... Uh, the Lester Freeman, the actor that played Lester Freeman on The Wire, said he did a movie with Chadwick Boseman, mm-hmm. and it was like everywhere on set, it was like his wife was with him, and he had like a massage therapist. They were like just rubbing on, and I can't. I think it's uh, Clark Peters. It was like you know we thought you know oh he's Hollywood. He sits off to the side and gets these massages. Sits with his wife. Come to find out, Chadwick Boseman is in excruciating pain. Like just literally trying to get through the set, and that's what the massage therapist. That's what his wife is there for. So, I think it, it, it's <clears throat> excuse me, it's it's dangerous to be like, hey, we don't know who this person is. Mm-hmm. Red flag. Um, but it, <laughs> was she the one blowing up on set? Like, um, it said well, Daniel it, does not like green grapes. <laughs> it says here, was everyone a fan of Air on <clears throat> set? No, so. <laughs> Uh, it says he fired his agents at CAA. Um, so they're leaking this. That's where this is coming from. Yes, I got yes. This is coming Bingo. from his agents. Um, his former agents. Yes, his former agents. It says that Air Holiness describes herself as a spiritual gangster serving a life sentence in a human body. <laughs> so well, that, I mean, that combination of words is very Daniel. worrisome. Danny. Um, Listen, I know we had that blow up years ago, but talk. This is whiskers, baby. Let's rap, man. That's concerning. That's troublesome. He fired his publicist um, after he won all those awards last year. Um, But he still does have his manager and his reps um, and his management company. So but they were all unavailable for comment. So I bet they were. Um, it says that one source who knows Kalua well also told the Post that the star had sacked his stylist and multiple assistants. Oh, we know he sacked it. I was like, I've seen them shoes. <laughs> I know. Uh, and this was all at the behest of Air Holiness. So she's 
making cuts and signings for him. Okay, so that's what this is coming to. Uh, for whatever reason, she was probably like, listen, man, mm-hmm. you're paying a lot of people to do a lot of shit you kind of don't need anymore, right? Like, you want, you're famous, though. You know what I mean? You you won the award. Um, style, he's at a point where he could go to a, a, a designer, mm-hmm. right, and be like, I need, give me a suit. And they would, we, yes, we, of course, we'll give you a suit for the Oscars, Daniel Kaluuya. Um, so I, maybe she was trimming the fat. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe she put something on him and he's like, man, I, I don't know what she put on me, but I'm going to listen to her. But it don't, like, this is not like, a, like the last time we saw Kaluuya, he had lost 60 pounds and had a black eye. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he fired his team. He, like it does get oh, okay. it does get weird it does it does oh, kinda, oh excuse it, me okay <laughs> it, it it reaches that level so do uh, tell before we get there um it says here he was introduced to air holiness through a makeup artist on the black panther set and the makeup artist is some sort of crystals guru uh so oh no they're not a cr- no yes that's worse than uh like Sagittarius, what's that shit called? Um, horoscopes and all that. Astro- yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no, that's what that like. Listen, Crystal's energy. That's like four, four, four chick mm-hmm. times live, laugh, love times. Uh, I like to eat breakfast in the morning because I'm a Pisces. Mm-hmm. Square. You you mix all that in a bowl. Yeah, you don't want that. And you sprinkle in some Illuminati, and that's how you get uh, like supreme crystal guru, spiritual gangster, and a living a life sentence in a human body. Those are like the largest, like the largest red flag flies around Daniel <laughs> Kaluuya when he walks around. Listen, it's one of those flags. Like they got to. Um, like a school or something they take it down every night and they put it back up every morning mm-hmm. like that's the re- every morning daniel kalua wakes up he sips his coffee mm-hmm. he looks out at the birds and whatnot and he goes out and he unrolls just a massive massive flag and it's just beet red beet red and he rolls it to the top of his house and everyone looks out and they say yeah kalua's still on that bullshit and then he go back inside and then at night he does the same thing, rinse, lather, repeat. Um, it sounds like he enjoying some life, man. He he done found him a he done found some Instagram strange, well, or maybe not. Now is the weird line. It says okay. that the Kalua source revealed the actor uh, who thanked God during his Oscar speech. Not sure why that's included. Um, and Air were so close during the publicity run of Judas and the Black Messiah that he would fly to her Los Angeles to her Los Angeles house from Las Vegas every week for spiritual healing, mental exercises, and a diet of herbal supplements to lose weight. I know that's right. Um, That's the way, I mean, look, Vegas to LA is a seven-minute flight, like, not a long flight at all. Um... He's getting a little, a little spiritual healing. Uh, 
And she was trying to help him lose weight. I don't. What's the what's the beef, man? I don't like what's the, the I don't like the herbal supplements thing. I don't like the sound of that. Well, that's one of the. You got a Shailene Woodley in your head. That's what it is. Right. You 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 hear about you know what I'm saying? She got mm-hmm. you think he he just drinking like brewed mulch. And maybe mm-hmm. listen, maybe he is. Maybe. maybe he is. But I don't he ain't gotta do something every Sunday. He just gotta like like maybe he did have to lose 40 pounds to play Fred Hampton or mm-hmm. something, you know what I mean? Um if it said he was yeah, he was leaving set to fly from Los Angeles to her uh Sheboygan condominium and like holding up set time. Mm-hmm. He was taking like a he was taking a twenty two minute flight uh, to go get a little, a little spiritual healing. Well, who among us? Is this her? Oh, this is her. She's skilled in wellness coaching, executive coaching, spiritual healing, energy healing, and building relationships. Listen, she done built the right relationship because she got people shook. I'm telling they just this is just a we don't know what's going on, so we are scared. Well, look, that's at- all this is. When contacted by the Post this week, a woman who confirmed that she is Air Holiness denied oh, working God. with or for Kahlua and said she had only met with him a few times. And then she said, people are saying I work with Daniel Kahlua. She said, I would love to work with Daniel Kahlua. Listen, that's somebody that's fucking Daniel Kahlua. <laughs> like, <laughs> which, it's, it's fine. A lot of people like to be like, you know what I'm saying? What? what, what? Me with somebody first and last name? What? I don't even know. Uh, Rihanna Robin Fenty. Uh, yeah, so this is very strange business. Listen, she's uh, I'll tell you, this is the type of and all this type of woman, like, like Kyrie Irving's like, interesting. I need, like, mm-hmm. I need, I need, like, I need some more information. Uh, I was, uh, I was thinking about you at 3 33, and I thought. The next time in Las Vegas, we could go somewhere and uh, get some vibes. Get a, I know a good vibe spot. Uh, Kyrie was when he heard crystals. He was already on the phone. Yeah, he just, <laughs> he, heard, he just lowered his newspapers. Crystals, crystals guru. <laughs> and he heard like the spiritual gangster. He just finished the part for. He's like, she feels like a spiritual gangster. There was sense of life sense in a human body. That's how I feel. Um, <laughs> and then we're gonna get Daniel Kaluuya, Kyrie Irving beat. That's when I know it's serious. Mm-hmm. When it's like, ooh, air holiness scene at the Nets uh, Raptors first round game while Kalua shoots over seas. Uh, that's that TMZ talk. Um, yeah, Grum don't work with Meg the Stallion. He'd love to, but he don't. But he'd love to, but he don't. Oh, she, I think that, she, she has a PhD in holistic health, parapsychic okay, so that, science from the. Okay, doctor. American Institute of Holistic Theology. Y'all gonna talk? Y'all gonna talk down on this black woman doctor, man? Is this what I'm saying? CAA is they shook, daddy. She's a great colorful character, is what it says. She, uh, she runs his day to day life, but has no jurisdiction over his work. Bro, that's the dream, man. Here, put this on. We going to lunch? Yes, ma'am. This is them in a hot air balloon. So wait, this is just his, he's just dating someone. That's like that's what I'm saying. That's what this sounds like. And to to my not like I don't I don't think he's married. So this is not like an affair situation. This sounds like he's dating somebody and they don't like it. Yeah. That's what I get from this. Oh my god, look at uh, oh my don't even show those guys having fun. Oh. <laughs> she's is... a, she's just been on she's wrecking his life. <laughs> 
This is his birthday party. He looks happy as can be. What is it? What is the story? I'm telling you, it's once the eight, once the big dolls got because again, who's sourcing this story? True. It ain't Daniel Kalua. Well, it's people close it to him though. Is people that used to be close to him. Oh, true. Cut out of his life. True. You see what I'm saying? Uh, oh, we're familiar with the situation. You are, because you got replaced. Mm-hmm. Of course, well, you know what? You know how much money if they say they was getting two percent of what Daniel Kalua makes. Mm-hmm. He winning Oscars. He handing out Oscars, and he's I don't know how old he is, but young, right? Mm-hmm. Like he can act for the next fifty years or direct or whatever. Yeah, I'd be mad. I got cut off the uh, the cash cow too. God forbid he, God forbid he fall in love. Oh no, no. Yeah, that is true. But we'll, I mean, we'll see. It sounds like we'll, she's kind of weird. She might be, but who don't like weird bitches though? Oh wow, dude, Grum with the tinfoil hat. Okay, what if she, what if she's the monster in Nope, and this is marketing? <laughs> Mmm. Grom always two steps ahead, baby. She just gets to the end. It's just air holiness. And everybody says, ah, and it wins mon- uh, movie of the year. And then she gets an Oscar too. I gotta say, look, th- th- these look like people just uh this look at that. Zoom in on Kalu in the middle there, man. This is a broken man. This is a bro- this is a broken man. Look at him celebrating with his friends, I, cheering. It only zooms the text. Oh, the way I the forget that. We don't. Oh, there we go. That's, that's decent. Because who? Like I, I see Michael B. Jordan here. I see. Um, I don't. Damson. But buddy on the right is from Snowfall. I can't think. Damson Idris. Idris. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only two I recognize. If I were to guess, all these they're not just hanging with random non-famous people. All these people are probably famous. Mm-hmm. Um, is that her on the left? Does it say that? Do we get that much? No, it just says it's his birthday party. Okay, I was gonna say if that's her on the left. I was like, this seemed. She had the nerve. She secluded him in some sort of club for some sort of celebration for his annual uh, day of birth. You got to wonder what she, like, what kind of poison is she feeding him in there? Um, I do think this is either good marketing or he just dating somebody or both. Yeah, I think he's just dating somebody. <laughs> I th- yeah, look. Good, uh, Daniel Kalua wife or like I don't think I don't no 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 be no it said earlier in the article that he uh, broke up with his girlfriend. Oh, okay. so okay, so this sounds like two single people uh, doing what two single people do. It says Kalua was last known to be dating a woman based in NYC, but that uh, has okay. ended. So, and the well, air okay. influenced the breakup. According to sources, who knew him? Who would have known him around that time? The people sourcing this article. You understand? What if it's the ex-girlfriend? It could be the ex-girlfriend. <laughs> it could. Well, look, I, the ex-girlfriend has more in common with the ex-agency mm-hmm. than the new holistic healer. Uh, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, look at these guys. That's what uh, he pointed to. He said, man, get us out of here. We're all in hell. We're not having fun. Um, I'm trying to. Like, do she got some friends? Does she have some holistic healing friends? Where is the crystal guru friend? I mean... I'm saying. Uh, yeah, Daniel Kalu is dating Erica Adams. He is. <laughs> oh, man, we find out uh, Era Holiness and uh, Erica Adams have like a 14-year-old son together. Uh, they used to be married in the uh, 
early 2000s. She's Air Holiness. Uh, <laughs> Air, Air Holiness Adams. Uh, she she kept her married name. She mm. she used Mm-mm. to be. She was the first uh, the first lady of the NYPD back in the day. <laughs> when Eric they, was commissioner, she was. They used she to was call her Mrs. Them. Counterclockwise. Mrs. CC <laughs> is in the house. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm glad we. But I'm glad we talked through. I think this is much ado about nothing. Yeah, I, I think Dan Kalua just had the nerve to uh, get a new agent and a new girlfriend. Yeah, and unless if he's like getting into incidents himself, uh... right? Like once we start hearing about that, but like, hey man, Dan Kalua is uh, we, he's looking ter- paparazzi saw him looking terrible. Mm-hmm. He DUI, he's acting out of character. Well, he, and even then, it would still be his destroy. Like he, he's a grown man is what this comes down to. Mm-hmm. Whatever you think she's doing. He wants her to like, you know what I'm saying? So it, it it it's not fair to blame her. So they're trying to blame him, but they're trying to blame him for getting a new girlfriend. <laughs> like, right. You're supposed to stay with the company and the girlfriend that we knew. Um I'm, I'm dismissed. Dismissed. Boom. Dismissed. We should get gavels. I think we we might I think have we to. Definitely a nice underdog gavel. And I just I either dismiss a case or when I sentence somebody to hell. Yes, yes. Um, I like that. That I is do a great I, idea. I would like a gavel. Um, you know what another great idea? New York City clubs posting these signs to uh, deter ne'er-do-wells. Um, this is the worst part. This It's the only time I've ever been mad at Will Smith for this whole thing. Because if we start getting stuff like this, I'm gonna be one of that. This was Will Smith's fault. We have to sit through this shit because of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we have here? So it says, uh, "New York City Comedy Club post signed to discourage Will Smith copycats." It says, "Comics must be protected." Uh, let's see if TMZ uh, has a better picture. Oh, that's all. You yeah, want. I want. I need the words on here. It's oh, here we go. Boom. Okay. Okay. So it says. Yeah, can you read that? What, what, what do you have here? Stand up, NY. Yeah. Like, so this is. I'm guessing this is. Like that's the clubs. So if you live in New York City, you go to Stand Up NYC. You better be careful. Don't. Uh, don't confront. Don't get. Them. Don't get any bright ideas. Yeah. It's. I mean, as you're gonna see here, I'll read it. It says. Uh, Comedians play a critical role in our society, especially during times of chaos and uncertainty. They make us laugh, bring perspective, and remind us things are different ways of seeing our reality. Comics must be protected. Heckling and physical abuse of comics is prohibited, and patrons will be immediately removed from the showroom. And then the pictures are Will Smith (laughs) slapping Chris Rock on the left, and then... With, with the circle and bar through it, like, yeah. uh, like, like, no smoking, <laughs> no dogs allowed. And then uh, the, the one on the right is Will Smith, like, crying, and it says, You after being removed from the show. So, got him. Um, boom, pwned. Comedi- comedians making memes. Uh, I think it was, it was the blueprint on Twitter that said, like, comedians are tied with cops. In terms of like just the gap between like the job they have and the job they think they have, like right, right. they think they're like, like arbiters what? of truth or something. Yeah, it's like what? <laughs> it's like yeah. Every day Joe Rogan drives up and he's like, I must do my civic duty uh, <laughs> to go in here and say the n word, and people will applaud me. Um, 
And now it's like the main people were saying, oh, man, cancel culture. You can't do or say anything. Now they the scared ones. How do, How about that? Right. I should, how about that? It should be my right if you tell a bad joke for me to go, boo. Right. When, when did we lose the ability to boo? What happened here? That's the whole what happened to 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 steel sharpening steel. You can play and Red, all that Red Dead Redemption and go to the show <laughs> and press X to boo. That's how long it's been a thing. Like you can't right. take that from us. That's that's the lifeblood of America. I'm telling you, first dude ever to boo was really on to something. Like snapped. Uh, but not, like the whole point I thought of like comedians is finding the line. That's their whole point. Mm-hmm. Find the line dance around it, talk around it, whatever, joke around it, but be funny. Mm-hmm. They scared of the line now. Right. There's, they won't even I don't tell want to it. Do, you're not going to, you, you can't say anything because we're going to be canceled. You can say whatever you want. There are consequences. No, there can't be consequences because we don't want to get, we don't want to suffer consequences either. I, okay, well, don't do comedy. Right. Don't do comedy. Uh, UPS hiring. Or you know what they like, can go get, do? Get a job. Don't go on. Don't go online. You could just do your comedy, and you if you're just, not online, you avoid where the cancel stuff is. You know, that's my that was my whole thing. Like when uh, <laughs> Chappelle was saying, he's like, I don't, you know, I don't do Twitter. Fuck Twitter's not a real place. I was like, I get that, um, but where are you seeing this backlash then? Right. The people in your circle love you. The people in your city love. I mean, until you yelled at them about the. <laughs> <laughs> trying to house the less fortunate, God forbid. Uh, so it's like, where, where, where's this pressure coming from? Where are you getting canceled from? And it's from this. It's from it's from Will Smith and uh, goons. I think I'll, I'll, I'll say the G word, goons. Not unlike them. And what would, what, would you, what would George Carlin say? What, what would Ricky Pryor oh, say about this? I could have scrolled down and they put this. Th- oh, Jesus. <laughs> we we, we got to think stuff through, man. Uh, <laughs> we're just in like Draymond shoes yesterday. We just don't think to scroll. <laughs> um, yeah, you walk in. Uh, sir, we're, sir, we're going to have to take those tomatoes from you. That's actually such a tiny banner when you look at. You can't even read that. You got to. Man. <laughs> Look, I would think that was somebody headlining. Like if I was just walking by, by uh, was that DL Hughley in town tonight? Um, I I love. Wait, who is this? Zoldan. Is this the owner? Hold on. Wait, that's probably <laughs> the owner of oh, Danny Zodan, who owns. Yeah, who owns? Yep. Okay, interesting. Very interesting. Taking no disrespect. Uh, uh, what did that last paragraph say? Um, the, uh, it, all, look, it looks yeah. like it's working with this first one. It, oh, they asked yeah. the other big comedy places <laughs> what they think. Stand, stand with us in solidarity, Laugh Factory. Yes, that's what they asked, and they said that they believe Will Smack was an isolated incident and don't think it'll translate into violence in their buildings. <laughs> but they also assured us if anyone tries anything, there's already existing security measures and are more equipped to deal with stage crashers. They, they couldn't stop me from slapping Dane Cook at the Laugh Factory. No, I just want to know, like, who... It's like, hey, man, we got a... Uh, like, the bouncer is the comedian who just went off stage. Who's 5'8 <laughs> and weighs 142 pounds. Like, hey, man, you can't go up there. And you just pat him on his head. Uh, you just walk up there and just, just knock the microphone out of Dane Cook's hand. 
I mean, comedians, they're always complaining they don't make enough money, so now they could work security at their own shows. I mean, oh, okay, listen. If you, oh, wait a minute. Blueprint was really on to something. Comedians are about to come like the new cops. Like, they, they don't have a union, but they'll never turn on one another. You know what I mean? Oh, no, never. It's it's like we protect our own. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be it's going to be Joe Rogan and uh, Lisa Lampanelli standing outside this uh, taking IDs, just looking stern. We protect we protect our own. Um, yeah, they shouldn't have called it stage crashers. Like, that's such a cool term. Like, I, I want to shoot the double cool. leg on a comedian now. It's <laughs> I want to just hop. I don't even want to take the steps. I want to just hop up there, uh, like you're getting out of a pool and tackled Ricky Gervais. Just, I'm just like, yeah, imagine Ricky Gervais telling his jokes, and the guy's like, That joke sucks. He just claps yeah. up, jumps up, and boom, take down. He's just wailing on him. Like, I, I think Ricky, Ger I think, I think he would like physically burst into tears as soon as the person like stepped on the stage. He's like, I feared this day my entire my entire life. I said things that should have got my ass whooped. And my ass was unwhooped. And here's my reckoning. And then somebody just beats him to sleep. Um, and the Laugh Factory lowers the flag to half man. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel Kalua lowers his giant red flag to half man. <laughs> After Laugh Factory tragedy. Ricky Gervais is the kind of guy to go out from one punch, too. Like, absolutely. Oh, listen. Out like a light. <laughs> And like then, a light, and, and he's absolutely the kind of guy to wake up and be like, "Oh bloody hell, what was that he, about?" Listen, if this happened, Ricky Gervais would definitely press charges. Oh, at, oh, oh, he would press. He he would be press charges while he was still out on the floor, like somehow. Yeah, it was him. Sorry, it was him. Uh, he would press charges. He would do like the going forward. It's him, or if he comes back, I won't be back. He would pull the him or me. He would pull the "I won't work with him again," which I don't. I mean, I don't know how many movies they were working in before. Um, oh, the funniest thing I think I've seen from this is that it's like Will Smith jeopardized his career. I said, "How? Who not going to work with Will Smith now?" Right. Like, I if anything, more people will be willing to work with him. Well, you see the way Denzel and Bradley Cooper and Samuel Jackson and Tyler, like you know, what I'm saying all these actors. Like mm -hmm. flocked to him. Every single person agreed with, seemed to agree with him, and not Chris Rock. Who's gonna? Oh God, I would love. Listen, we have the budget. We have an A-list movie that needs an A-list star, but I can't work with Will Smith. It's like okay, well I'm getting a new director because I work with Will Smith before I work with you, uh, Michael Bay, or, or, like whoever it is. I'm not working. Also, Will Smith has I can do whatever I want money. Meaning, right. if he wanted to start his own shit, like. I don't think working again ever crossed Will Smith's mind because this is not going to affect it. Imagine, uh, imagine an actor being like, "I can't work with Will Smith. He might slap me as well. I yeah. might be next." <laughs> ah! right. Say we're in, we're in a fit of uh, passion. He walks up to me, and I just I just cry, and I'm like, "He's like that's part of the movie. He's supposed to walk up to." I I had a flashback. I thought he might I thought he might Chris Rock me. Um, if that case, like, okay, you're fired. Will Smith stays. You're fired. Um, I think it's yeah. al almost a guarantee Chris Rock and Will Smith do a movie in the next two years. I think almost guaranteed. I'll, I'll say I'll take the like, I think it'll take longer, but I'll take under five years. I think we definitely get it. And there will definitely it'll just be something where Will Smith slaps Chris Rock again. 
like for the sake for like for something in the movie, Will Smith slaps him again, and Chris Rock, that feels familiar or something like like one of those. Uh, it'll be like one of those like uh, it'll be like an Adam McKay movie for sure. <laughs> this is when he slapped me before. Right, uh, right, right. And they just it slapped. Oh, that was a good one. Uh, then he just slapped some fire out of him, and it'll be like I think it's gonna be like the Adam Sandler like those Netflix mm, one of those movies yeah. where Chris Rock is a cowboy. Uh, for some reason, mm-hmm. and Will Smith rides up on a horse and slaps him or something. Um, and that'll be that, but after that, Will Smith will never work again. After that, he'll never work again. Nope. When, when do we think Will Smith's next movie will be? Uh, tomorrow. <laughs> uh, no, look, what's, uh, what's he up to on IMDb? Oh, like, yeah, he just yeah. won the, like, you know what I'm saying? He literally just won an Oscar. And I feel like this is a, like most people after you win an Oscar, you want to stay hot. But when you're Will Smith, you're always hot. Like, oh, he's in a lot of stuff. Oh, that's Han- what I'm, oh Hancock too Han- just got announced, bro. One of the movies I have seen. He, oh, he's producer on that. He's not acting though. Oh, he'll show up. Uptown Saturday. Ooh, we're getting a new Uptown Saturday night. Oh, he's fast pro- and loose. He's producing. Okay, there's legit movies. like. T- there's legit. He's producing. I don't know. He's, we got Will Smith's uh, comedy variety TV special, TV series documentary, another TV series documentary, another TV series. So he is just on. No, he'll know. But after this, after this run of movies, which will probably almost certainly win some kind of award, he'll never work again. Scoop. They got they got Bad Boys Two in pre production. Bright Two is in pre production. Bad, Bad Boys Four. Oh yeah, Bad Boys Four. Fast Sorry. and Loose. Bright. I started. I think that's the last Will Smith movie I've seen. I started Bright and I did not finish it. I was like, I, I'm all set. Oh, my uncle um, loves Bright. He watches it all the time. <laughs> no, I was, okay. I started King Richard. I would finish. Like, I just. I don't know if I like. I don't. Know, I had to stop it or something. I would finish that, but Bright. I got further in Bright and did not like it. But listen, after this, he's never working again, man. He'll never work again. He'll he'll be doing stuff on small platforms like Netflix. Working with bums like Martin Lawrence. Uh, Nobody's going to hire this guy. He'll never set foot in in, in Hollywood again. This is all he'll ever be known for is Men in Black, I Am Legend, and Independence Day. It's a damn shame. All all in being Fresh Prince and acting like a damn kid on that Oscar stage. That's That's what I remember him for. This could have he been. Was a, look, he, oh, hold on, hold on. he was a kid then. He's a kid now. That's Peter King signing off. That'd be the end of my uh, old white guy article. Um, <laughs> what'd you say? <laughs> uh, what if, you know how like the new Fresh Prince, it's supposed to be like a darker Fresh Prince. What if this was promo for it? Ooh, Everyone season was, two? Yeah, he's normally a clean, c- clean rapper. Now he's swearing and slapping people. Listen, he was an ordinary guy. He was up to no good. Started making trouble in his neighborhood. Uh, oh, what if season? T- they're setting this up for a season two, where Will Smith joins the cast as Will Smith's father. Ooh, he comes back. You think I want this? This just happened. <laughs> I say this shit all the time to nobody in particular. Um, what a scene. I think this is season two of the, the new Fresh Prince. We're going to get a Will Smith appearance. Chad's saying they're doing an I Am Legend sequel. Really? Yes. Why? Uh, 
It's got to be the prequel, right? They got to be going beforehand. I got to look this up. I am Legend sequel. Let's see. I oh my god, four hours ago this got announced. Oh, but, this is fresh. This is one of the I, I own this movie. So this is okay. Makes the announcement of a sequel. How are they gonna do a sequel on this? The cast and crew. Wait, Will Smith turned down various pitches for sequels until Michael B. Jordan's pitch. Michael B. Jordan knows movies. And Michael B. Jordan will will also star oh. in the film. And it's gonna have the first movie screenwriter. And uh, allegedly, Jordan's idea for the sequel is so unbelievably cool. Oh, I know this stinks. <laughs> they just had to bring this universe back to the screen. Oh, brother! The worst. I know, this comes here. I was gonna say this comes off like I don't like Michael B. Jordan. That's not true. But it just when you hear something like that, the screen was so so cool, man. I'm like, oh. Um. It says the sequel film is likely to capitalize on the divide between two societies. Oh, this stinks. This is, this is going to be bad. Dude. Uh, Michael B. Jordan and Will Smith are going to be like alter egos of some sort. Um, I can't B. wait. I can't wait. I know, I'm going to watch it. Uh, I'll be in theaters. I've, listen, Michael B. Jordan should have won every award for Killmonger. Uh, it just... <laughs> I have 14 great birthdays without him. To hell with him! <laughs> Why you don't want me, man? Uh, and then that's when uh, real Will Smith comes in. He's like, I'm back from driving the truck. Bitch. It was a busy um, day. You won't believe <laughs> what happened I'm, to me. It, <laughs> gas is so high, and they, they clap because it's a topical <laughs> joke. Uh, damn. Um. Okay. So, yeah. That's but also, after this, after this, Will Smith will never work again. After all these movies we see, he's currently involved. With all these were for 2022. That's why I was, I was like, are we looking for like 2024? All the shit on uh, IMDb was 2022. Right. So he's working, working this year. But after this, he better enjoy it while he can. Because after this, he'll never work again. You'll be like, who, who's Will Smith? Who, who, who have, what, what happened to that guy is what you'll be saying. This will be the last time you see the word announced on his uh, IMDb page. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you start seeing canceled <laughs> there. Um that's in the, yeah, I want to talk about the, along while we're in the Hollywood world. Uh, Bruce Willis, we talked about it a little bit yesterday, mm-hmm. but some more details came out. And from everything I've seen, I, it, it was just like a clearly sad story, but it just gets worse. Like the more you find out, it gets worse. And this was the yeah, LA Times has concerns about Bruce Willis's uh declining cognitive state swirled around sets in recent years. So it sounds like like what we uh what he announced yesterday he's retiring uh because he has aphasia, mm-hmm. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, aphasia. And so now it's coming out all these stories apparent everybody knew and, and it just I don't know. It just doesn't it doesn't feel good. No. He did 22 movies in the last four years, and the entire time, the people on the sets noticed he wasn't right. So it just feels like really, really gross. And like it, it, and it's, I guess, I would hope it's not like the worst case. Like best case is like, hey, like we know this is coming. Mm-hmm. Let's like, let's say he's an actor. He wants to act. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like let let him act. 
let them make some money, run it up, and hopefully even bank this stuff. Make like twenty two and four. You doesn't mean they're gonna come out in those four. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then at, maybe after that, he's already away from the private light. But then I don't know. This is where it's like, did this stuff need to come out? This is where it's like, who, who, who? If you're really close to Bruce Willis and like care about him, why would you? Why? Why are you telling people this stuff? You know what I mean? Well, I I think it's because people thought Bruce was taking these direct to DVD movies because he was broke, he was in debt, he needed mm. quick cash. True. And it True. turned out he was just like doing what he could with what was going on. While he could. Yeah. yeah. And it, and and it also it sounds <laughs> like like down here it mentions how like his he had a guy working for him that would make like 400 grand to stand in for him and every time and he was like working with him since the 90s so like it feels like it was kind of like forced in a way yeah i was trying to find some of the because it was like i saw something because like he works two days and gets mm -hmm. like two million dollars right so it's like i mean listen you you figure it's like hey we can we can get him through two days of work but then i saw i was like okay he's supposed to be there for eight hours and then when they get there his people are like hey can we do this in four mm -hmm. hey can we cut some of this stuff i'm trying to find some of the direct quotes but it was like they were giving him lines he didn't quite understand what he was saying mm -hmm. he didn't quite understand like he said he was saying like he's like i know why you're here and why you're here but why am i here right like and it's just like hearing stuff like that it's like he it just didn't sound like somebody who needed to be working at this point yeah I mean, um, it sounded like it, someone that didn't even half the time was aware that he was working, you know? Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, these individuals questioned whether the actor was fully aware of his surroundings on set, where he was often paid $2 million for two days of work. Filmmakers describe heart-wrenching scenes as the beloved Pulp Fiction star grappled with his loss of mental acuity and an, in and an inability to remember his dialogue. An actor who traveled with Willis would feed the star his lines through an earpiece known in the industry as an earwig. And most action scenes, particularly those that involved choreographed gunfire, were filmed using a body double. And one, this was the one that was scary. Um, it says, in one alleged incident two years ago on a Cincinnati set of the movie Hard Kill, Willis unexpectedly fired a gun loaded with a blank on the wrong cue, according to two people familiar with the incident who were not authorized to comment. No one was injured. The film's producer disputed that the incident occurred, but the alleged discharge left actors and crew members shaken. That's the one where I was like, okay, he physically should not be on set. Right. Right. Because that's one of the, like, we just saw, like, the Alec Ball went, like, whether they loaded with blanks or whatever, you fire them close enough at that kind of, you know, projection, it can hurt and kill. So that was the one where I was like, okay, he... I don't know if that, that's got to be like his people or something. Once you once I hear that, it's like, OK, he. I'm sorry, we can't do this. Yeah. Right. Like for reasons I hope you understand. I don't think we can make the commitment. You know what I'm saying? Or honor the commitment. That we made because that that's scary, man. It's, it's really no it's sad, mm -hmm. but it's scary. And that's all it takes is, you know, gun went off at the wrong time. He was confused, and so maybe somebody gets hurt. God forbid. So it's like he should be saved from himself. Um, yeah, and I mean at that point, when you hear that like he's getting two million, and then like someone else is getting two hundred thousand, and 
the agency takes a cut for each movie. Right. You're just kind of like, this is kind of gross, you know? Yeah. Says so another course after the first day of working with Bruce, uh, I could see it firsthand, and I realized that there was a bigger issue at stake here, and why I'd been asked to shorten his lines. Uh, Burns said, "This is one of the uh, producers, directors, whatever." On that film, Burns was tasked with compressing all of William, uh, excuse me, all of Willis's scenes, about twenty-five pages of dialogue, into one day of filming, which he said was exceedingly difficult. At the end of the day. Burns felt conflicted. Mm-hmm. And so Burns said when he called one of Willis's associates and asked him, how's Bruce? Burns said he told him that he was a, uh, said Willis was a whole different person, way better than last year. And I took him at his word. That was on the first year, or excuse me, the first movie they worked together. So Burns was like, okay, he's better now. Hired him again for, a, or worked with him again. And they said, when they started filming the movie in October, I didn't think he was better. I thought he was worse, Burns said. After we finished, I said, I am done. I'm not going to do another Bruce Willis movies. I'm relieved he is taking time off. Yes. Sir. So this is, just, yeah. And it said, fans online began questioning why Willis was cranking out so many low-budget low films, most of which were panned by critics. Like the Razzies had a whole category for Bruce Willis. And... It's just one like the more that like there's no good, there's no upside in this, but like the more that comes out, it's just this is just nasty, right? Right. Um, and so now it's like if you, I feel like if you're a Bruce Willis fan, you're like, oh man, like I got to see all these movies. He's stepping away, and now knowing this, I felt like I couldn't watch that. Like you know what I mean? I, like knowing what went, knowing how the sausage was made, mm-hmm. it would. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, it seems very. Hollywood is a very nasty place. More and it's more people all, are saying this. It's all bad, dude. Um, but alas, let's see if we can get any good going on our portal. Maybe a little Weddle. And we'll probably never do Letter Roy ever again. Uh, <laughs> After yesterday, man, I don't know. That was a that was a a, a, a shellacking. I sent the uh, message to the guy who made it. I asked him if he could delete it. Um, just get rid of the game. Any any word back? Um, not yet, not yet. <laughs> okay, we are on our NBA player guessing game. Our Bertle. Um, the chat is covered. Yesterday it was Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Mm-hmm. Uh, who we feeling today? Start us off. I'm going Devin Booker. Mm. Terrible guess. Of uh, real I, bad. He was number um, one. What was I thinking? Number one. That's tough. Um, it, we okay. So this person is not in the West. This person is a guard. So East Conference, Eastern Conference guard, shorter than six five, older than twenty five. So let's um Kyle Lowry. Lowry. Ooh. Ooh, wait. Okay. Miami. So this person is on Miami. So okay. Yo, ooh, okay. This person's jersey number higher than one, but lower than seven. We're close. Um Gabe guard Benson? on I feel like okay, can we if we get the team, I feel like we should look at we can look at the silhouette. Cause we're just gonna go through the roster, right? Yeah, I, look let's see the silhouette. I think we Oladipo. Oh. That's Victor Oladipo. I think I would have got that first guess. <laughs> there we go. Give me some, baby. There we go. Very nice. That's when I was like, I look up and I hope Lettero's watching. I hope Lettero's seen that, but Lettero's like checking her phone. <laughs> um, 
I think I would have got that. If, if I looked at the silhouette right away, I think I would have got that. Uh, okay. Let's let's uh let's get into some Weddle. Oh, nope. Still can't trust you, chat. Mm. Um NFL player, NFL player. Who we got? How starting? Going Miles Gaskin. Miles Gaskin. Okay. Okay. So uh again, Weddle's the NFL guessing game. We guess Miles Gaskin. 5'10 on the dot, older than 25, in the AFC, but not the AFC East. Not a running back. Okay, so like we got a narrow positions. Mm-hmm. Okay, a wide receiver from the AFC West that's older than twenty. Tim Patrick. Five ten. Tim. Five, Patrick. Yeah, Tim Patrick. Oh, Tim Pat. Oh, but we okay. got the AFC West. Okay, and a receiver. I did did not know Tim Patrick was six four. Um. Okay, older than 25, younger than 29. Football is kind of wild because it's like, no, ain't going to be no like 38-year-old football player. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the, no. the age range really should be like 30. Um, okay, so a wide receiver in the AFC West, but not Denver, meaning it's a wide receiver for the Chiefs, for the Broncos, for the Raiders. Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders, younger than 29, older than 25. Wide receiver, Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders. Chiefs. Oh, excuse me, not no, not Broncos. Chiefs, uh, Raiders, Chargers, Chargers. I'm sorry, Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers. Um, is Keenan? It, I don't know how tall Keenan Allen is. I think he's taller than. I think he's six I think foot. He is, too. is it Hunter uh, Renfro? Could be. Let's see. Renfro. Let us see. Oh, oh, school with the pool. I'm so fucking good at this. Listen. That was two Weddle pools in a row, man. Three in a row, and people going to say, you cheating, school. I thought he was younger than the number that we had, but he's old. Old man Renfro. I didn't know the height. I was one of the, I knew he was old, because I think he did, like, he might have been, like, super senior in college that mm-hmm. came out at, like, 20, 26. He's 32 now, but just played four years. He's like a late uh, bloomer. <laughs> right. Damn. We are high. Okay, okay. Stuck Oladipo, stuck Weddle. I think we try our luck at a little lateral for a break. We need re- I think we can do this. I think we could do this. We need redemption. We need redemption. Okay, hold on. Let me say right, since I know th- we'll start guessing in a minute, but I want the chat right now. I need the over-under on letters we're going through today. We're trying to guess lateral. Of course, 26 guesses. Yesterday, it took us 21. Um, I say we get it. I would like, if, if the over-under... Nine and a half. Let's just say you think we go over or under. I'm taking the under. I feel we're hot. We're, we're hot. hot? Right now. Oh man, we're hot. I'm gonna. I'm s- taking under. I'm gonna say over. I'm not. I don't know about that. That's really low. <laughs> Fading it. Okay. Okay. Listen, y'all know the rules. Uh, you want to start us off, school? How you feeling? Okay, I'm gonna go with W for win. <laughs> okay, well that's a good start. Not getting it. It was a good start. It was a good start. Um, but it's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. Give me an F. Okay. Ooh. <clears throat> it wasn't an F. All right. So we we didn't finish strong. We f- no. We finished slow. Oh! <laughs> we got each one in three guesses. Wait, three, three, three. That's bad, right? I think it's... No, that's good luck. Air, air holiness. 
Whoa. The crystal guru. What the? F- I don't. I got a chill down my spine. I don't like that. <laughs> too much. Too much things aligning right now. We talked air holiness earlier on this show in March, the third month, on the thirty third day. No, the thirty first day. <laughs> no, no, the thirty third day. We talked about it for thirty three minutes, and now. Three, three, three. Damn. I'm going to take a 10 minute break and go play the lottery um, and get in every single game of skill. Also, again, fellas, look, 111's coming up. Text her. You know, just, just text her. One, or him, te- text them. I should say, text them. Um, We'll be back around that time a little bit before, but let's take a 10 minute break. Thumbs up on the way out, please. And thank you. Five star review, please. And thank you. Subscribe so you can join us in the chat. We'll be talking some NFL, some Bruce Arians stuffs happened. A rare cured ham made the news. And uh, I'm thinking about that cured ham. So uh, we'll, we'll be back on the other side of back. Happy Thursday, hour two. Uh, Football. What is it? Um, no, Bruce Arians out of there. What? Uh, what do we make of this? Bruce Arians steps down as Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach. Todd Bowles picked to be successor. Seems very, very sudden. Brady comes back, and then Arians is gone instead. Very strange. Do we think? It, does this make Brady to Miami more likely? Less likely, because as soon as I saw this yesterday, like TB to MIA or Brady to my one of those was trending, and I was like, "Hmm." I I don't think there's that much incentive to keep Brady on the team now, but Arians is the front office now. He said they won't facilitate well, that, it. Still, so. I don't think they will. Well, I, I mean, the only incentive is if you're just saying like, "Hey, we think we can win the Super Bowl this year," and they definitely can. Mm-hmm. So. There and again, I mean, if the Dolphins, yeah, if the Dolphins do want to come up off six, seven first round picks, okay, yeah, we could trace, we could talk some uh, Tom Brady, but Arian stepping down, Todd Bowles' successor, uh, Demonte said he knew Brady was bringing back Antonio Brown. Maybe he did that so he could go into the front office and be like, I'm not signing that contract. Nope. Well, Antonio Brown said today he has not gotten ankle surgery and he's not getting it until a team signs him. So that seems like a bad choice. Listen, I feel like Antonio Brown makes a lot of bad choices. Yeah, uh, be the first. I'll say if you put the uh, the other link, uh, I can't. It was a tweet, yeah. but it was like a, a quote from a tweet. This is what I wanted to. Uh, uh, yeah, this is one. Uh, I don't know what like Peter King broke it. I guess it's from the story. I don't think I've ever clicked the Peter King story per se, but I did think this was very important. And this is from Bruce Ange. He said, quote, succession has always been huge for me with the organization in probably the best shape it's been in its history. With Tom Brady coming back, I'd rather see Todd in a position to be successful and not have to take some crappy job. I'm probably retiring next year anyway in February. So I'm probably retiring. And then you say the exact month when you're uh, <laughs> retiring. So I control the narrative right now. 
I don't control the next February because if Brady gets hurt, we go 10 and seven, 10 and seven. And it's an open interview for the job. I got 31 coaches and their families that depend on me. My wife is big on not letting all those families down. End quote. I think I I I gotta tip my hat to him. like when when we talked about the rule change yesterday with Charles, I feel like those rule changes wouldn't be necessary if people thought like this. You know what I mean? Like the whole reason you need the rule changes is because people don't have this kind of perspective. And the perspective is Byron left. He's as a black man, offensive coordinator, black man, defensive coordinator, Todd Bowles, now head coach. He has multiple women on his roster. He has like, I think it's, I was going to say, I think it's been, it has to, you have to go out of your way to end up with a roster like that, knowing that all the other rosters and uh, coaching staff, you know what I'm saying? All look a particular way. So one, it takes somebody to recognize that it takes somebody to admit they want to do something about that. And I think it goes like Arians has, I mean, he said why he did it. Kyle Shanahan is the genius, one of the one of the boy geniuses. The offensive coordinator he just lost, Mike McDaniel, black guy. The defensive coordinator he currently has, D'Amico Ryan's, black guy. He just hired Anthony Lynn to be his associate head coach. Black guy. Like again, that's intentional. Like, like it's a good and like I'm glad he's doing it because it wouldn't happen other. Dan Campbell. In Detroit, Duke Staley is his assistant head coach, and uh, Aaron Glenn is his defensive coordinator. Black, like former players, black guy. So it's intentional, and maybe the mind. I would like to see the mindset happen with more than uh, just those three guys because it does kind of feel like, like again, Mike McDaniel left an in with Anthony Lynn. So it, maybe those just those guys just keep kind of uh, shuffling. Yeah, White Mc. My, my bad, LD. My bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you white today black tomorrow um yeah like Corey says i, I had to check again i was like left which was about to leave i was like oh no because again doug peterson got the jaguars job um because left which is like i'm not working with trent balky i, I low-key and... think left which is in the perfect spot like he just, yeah as long as brady's there that's the spot you want to be because his resume <laughs> is more than golden at this. He's got the he's oh, number yeah. one candidate next year, whatever jobs are open. And yeah, low key, 100%. maybe maybe that Patriots job's open. I mean, Bill Belichick sees Arians did, move front office. Bill might move front office. Who I did see Bobby Kraft say, say, man, we ain't been in the playoffs in three years. He said, Man, I'm kind of getting that that itch. Um so yeah, also Andrew Raheem Morris, uh defensive coordinator. For the Rams, because it's like the like the Sean McVay tree is all like thirty something year old white guys. Does that make Sean McVay racist? No, no. he I think like he hired the people like that were around him, mm-hmm. right? But I do think at a certain point, it you would you I guess you would hope that you think like this with Bruce Arians, a guy that a guy that knows he's good. He's like I'm good regardless. Like whatever. I mean, mostly because I'm quitting in a year. Um, he probably don't want to deal with the day to day, week to week grind anymore. Yeah, if the passion's not there, you know? yeah, you know what I mean. He probably don't want to deal with Tom Brady's uh, shenanigans 
every week. But he's like, I want to be around the team. Also, he's like, listen, again, we can win a ring. If I can get another ring as an executive, uh, uh, two rings is two rings. Mm-hmm. Um, well, three, I think he got one with the Steelers, too. So this might be like three or four with him. And so, again, he didn't have like, again, he could have very easily just said, yeah, now I'm going to run this back. If we're going to win a ring, I'm going to be the coach. I'm going to get that ring. And if it goes wrong, I'm out of there anyway. And if I'm out of there anyway and it ends poorly, they probably just clear house instead of it being like, okay, now Todd Bowles, who has been a head coach before, and I think it was uh, Jets. And it's one of those, I think it was Todd Bowles, then Adam Gase. Yeah. Because it reminded me of, um, who was Buddy uh, Van, I think Vance Knowles, and then Vic Fangio and Bronco and the Broncos. It's like back-to-back coaches had like similarly bad records and people are like, oh my God, no, Todd Bowles should like never coach again. And it's like, how did Vic Fangio get fired, man? How did he not get another year? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, that's interesting. So he had the foresight, the perspective to not only see it, but to do something about it. So I tip my cap to Bruce Aaron. It seems like something he's kind of been doing and been about. So it's not, uh, I don't think it's lip service. And again, even if it was, it's still like still salute. But yeah, I just wanted to, to tip my bucket to uh, to Bruce Arians, and like again, if all goes well, yeah, they win another ring, and then Leftwich probably takes a like, gets a job, but he takes some of those people with him, right? So it's like okay, now we'll we'll we won't all be in Tampa Bay. We'll have a couple here, a couple from the Bruce Arians tree there, and it's gonna take more people thinking like this. Like when if you, if you have a coach or somebody vance joseph vance not Knowles. thank you chris um if you have somebody with this mindset either as your coach in your front office like just running your in and around your organization you're probably going to honor the spirit i'm more inclined to believe you'd honor the spirit of that rule right because they're not it's not going to have to be i want do they even have to hire anybody they're like we already have money like if we have to add one we will but we have them like so i don't know how much would change there but it's a good thing I think and, they said the teams that already have done it, they're exempt. They're, okay. So, again, they already they don't have that issue. And, again, I feel like if they did or had to bring one in, it would be, like, for this experience. Like, yeah, the all-inclusive, this is what it's supposed to be and not just because you have hmm. to be here. Um, so, salute. Salute to Bruce Arians for that. Uh, something I've been thinking about. What Like, when we talk, like, all-time – what makes a great like the great coach all time? Because I think it it can't just be rings. I don't think longevity. Doc Rivers coached a lot of games. Yeah, but like <laughs> now, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> we're sw- you're switching to NBA. I thought we were talking NFL. I feel oh, like- just, I, that's why I, I should have said that. But I just just in, like what makes the greatest coaches of all time? I think because. Um, yeah, Less longevity, more consistency. Being consistently okay. good, consistently achieving a goal, setting a goal and achieving it, you know? Like, you can have a bad season, but a great coach bounces back from that, you know? Right. And right. And, yeah. I don't Chuck's really a swagger in longevity. <laughs> no, swagger. <laughs> yeah, Chuck, so you, you definitely got to have some swag. I like a cool coach. Um, but I... I was thinking about it with like, <clears throat> excuse me, like Popovich just got the all time 
coaching record. Mm-hmm. But it's like if you, I, I think Popovich probably is the best NBA coach of all time. But like he, he didn't need to get that record for me to think that. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's like it can't only be a con- it can't only be rings because in that case it's like it'd be Phil Jackson, which he got the most rings. Maybe he is the greatest. He also co- happened to coach a lot of you know great talent. Uh, I mean, they all did. You get to that, <clears throat> excuse me, that high, you coach a lot of great talent. I was thinking about it like with Coach K, um, and I just want like does does coaching tree ma- like factor into that? In terms of like legacy, and if it like if it does, should it? If it doesn't, should it? I I think it should because that would that would show you impacted the game on a deeper scale than just winning games. You know, like you, right, like you, just winning for your organization. Yeah, like uh-huh. you, you created like a culture that other teams wanted to aspire to mm. be by like taking your <clears throat> your guys. You know. Right. Yeah. And I can't remember who I was listening to, but it was talking like Phil Jackson. It was like, what's the Phil Jackson doesn't really have a coaching. Phil Jackson has guys that played for him that became coaches, like Luke Walton and Steve Kerr. But Steve, uh, Steve uh, Phil Jackson's assistant were like text winners and they were like 80 year old guys. Like there's no Phil Jackson coaching tree per se. But you look at Popovich, Popovich has like Budenholzer. Ime Yudoka, uh, who else came from that Spurs? Actually, yeah, if you look at uh, Popovich coaching tree, I know Brett Brown, he's got to be assistant somewhere. Um, let's see, Solomon says, no, can't control the guys once co- uh, uh, the culture. DJ says, coach a tree is bull, you got it or you don't. Fair. Let's give me just an image. Yeah, is that, is that, is that too much internet? This the coaching tree. I don't want the six degrees of James Naismith. Here we go. This might be old, but oh, this is from 2014. No, it'll it'll work. Who do we got here? Who's stemming off from pot? Um, Brett Brown, um, Mike Budenholzer, Monty Williams, Dell Demps. Okay. Uh, Doc Rivers, Rich Cho. Rick Cho, right. Rick Cho, sorry, it's small. Sam Presti, Mike Brown, um, Jacques Vaughn, Jacques Vaughn, Rob Menigan, uh, Kevin Pritchard, Danny Ferry. So then, okay. update that yeah, and, for the new guy. <clears throat> I was gonna say yeah, and again, like Yudoka, um, yeah, Becky Hammond. We'll see who takes over the Spurs. And okay, Jake. So I see some people saying coach. Doesn't matter. Some people say it does, and I can see both sides. I, I feel like it. I can't knock Phil Jackson for it. It's like your assistants didn't turn anything out. I can't knock you for it. Uh, but I do think it's a plus for Popovich. Like it did. I feel like it has to help his case. You have this many people, like Boonehoser, Coach of the Year champion, Monty Williams, about to win Coach of the Year, maybe champion, um, Yudoka, maybe like. If they had rookie coach of the year, like he's doing all these, so I can see some of the impact. Like I think it's like success, of course, sustained success. Because one of the knocks for Pop is like Popovich never repeated, and it's like well, you're, you're it's splitting hairs for sure. But it's like all the other great coaches or teams repeated, and the Spurs never repeated. 
So it's like it's something to being able to get your team to the highest mountain, have them uh, either risk get either keep them from getting complacent or be able to pull them out of it. Um, so I don't know. I mean, like wins, of course, rings, but it's like like I think George Carl is like top five in coaching wins, and George George Carl wouldn't be a top five coach in the league right now. So don't tell him that. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, God forbid he's gonna tweet about that. Um, like, I, give me the. Uh, they should give George Carl a team just to prove him wrong. <laughs> just sacrifice the Kings to him again. Yes. Uh, yes. Give it all time NBA all time coaching. NBA all time. I want to let's see what the wins. NBA let's coach see. registered. Here we go. <clears throat> Perfect. Uh, give me like the all time sorted by wins. There we go. So Popovich is one. Like Donnie Nelson, he passed Don Nelson. Don Nelson never won a championship or a conference championship, but was the all time leader and win. Like I don't. There was nobody saying that Donnie Nelson was the best coach of all time before this, right? So, like Lenny Wilkins, uh, Jerry Sloan. That's tough. A lot of wins to. That's so many wins to not have a ring, dude. And I get like it's not all about that, but Jesus Christ, man! Right? That's you that, coach two thousand games. That's a whole lifetime of work not to win the one. It's like, one. bro, let me, let me. I just need one, man. I just need one. Um, Pat Riley, he's got five. Phil Jackson is just, like just staggering. He has eleven rings. Yeah, that. And it's like, can you sort it by rings? Because I think Pop's got to be second. No, Red is. Uh, no, Auerbach, duh. Red Auerbach. Pay some um, respect to Michael Chiklis. Come on. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. He, he's going he's gonna to ash a stogie right on my <laughs> dumb head. Wait, um, how did I, he... I completely forgot about Auerbach. Oh, it, it, how, he won zero conference, but nine, they just didn't have conference finals? They just, yeah, it's, if you won like the, because it was like eight teams oh, okay. east and west if you won the east you were in the final okay. so there was no conference champion that's yeah but not i was like john wouldn't want a good number of those rings i think there were uh there was just one less round the NC. like i think you had to win four games to win the championship instead of six and i was like some of them rings shouldn't count man that's a different ball game uh There's like we gotta we gotta like cut that. out we got to cut our backs in half or something. I, I give him credit for five because you wouldn't play no conference titles. Pop's got five. Riley's got five. Who was that? John Kunda? Oh, 1949. Give me a he's coaching the Minneapolis late. Uh, throw it to George Mikan. Wait, let's see. Let's see who's yeah, let's who's what, some of his yeah, players. Yeah, yeah. There's our handsome boy. <laughs> he coached uh, Minnesota, college Minnesota. He coached uh, let's the see. Minneapolis Lakers. Let's see, which was the best team right here? Yeah. All of them. That boy lived to be a hundred. Uh, he had George Mikan. Yep, George Mikan, Vern Mickelson, mm-hmm. Pepsol, Pepsol. Everyone White, knows him. Whitey uh, Skoog. What the hell? I, <laughs> <laughs> click, on, hey, click on the white man. Listen, I need to know more about. Why. He was oh tenth overall pick. That last lottery Skoog he to went, you, Skoog. Brainerd, he went to Brain Brainerd in Minnesota. <laughs> Please um, let me Google. I need to see a picture of Whitey Skoog. Whitey Skoog. All right. I I'm, need to see what Whitey Skoog. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm hiding. Hiding the search first because I'm just not sure with a name like that. Oh, <laughs> you. Well, yeah, 
Show me the skookster. This guy is great. Wow, look at that. <laughs> he died. I gotta Rest s- in peace, Whitey Skook. RP, um, I got to say, his name, I think it's a, it was Meyer Upton. I see why they nicknamed him Whitey. Yes, yes. Here we go. Meyer Upton Whitey Skook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, boy from Minnesota. So he was white, white. Uh, he played for look, that's three time champion. He was an all American. Yeah, that boy was a career. Look, eight points, three boys a game. Bitch. Put some respect on the white man's name. Dude, you don't want to see imagine seeing this man with the ball in the man, post. I don't look, want that. I, this is what I hope. Since Adam McKay's just gonna lie, can Whitey Scoog just show up in the next episode of Winning Time? Dude, Whitey Scoog like yams the ball and he's like eight <laughs> points per game. Think about it, bitch. Yeah, he come. I think he's got to come in and be the foil to uh, who's the Ron Boone or whatever the yeah, foil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Whitey, don't let him get in your head, Magic. It's all just basketball. And Magic's like, you're right, man. He's like, that's my guy. That's Whitey Scoog. Um, and then and then he turns to the camera and he's like, who the hell is Whitey Scoog? <laughs> when did he get here? <laughs> and it touched the Whitey Scoog. He's just dribbling with one hand doing push shot alley-oop. Uh, he's calling a foul. Any contact calling a foul? <laughs> sir, sir, you cannot do that, sir. Uh Dude, he he does. Oh my God, that's Brett Stillman's right. He looks like a a villain from a Die Hard movie with that the the fade the, <laughs> the high top. I do not care if she lives. Uh, <laughs> we've got to get that bomb out of Whitey Skook's possession. Uh, oh hold on, let me see. What was it? he had a little career here? Twelve points. Yeah. Yeah. What shooting forty percent? This is just nasty basketball, brother. Uh, wow! One, two, three, four, five, six-year career. That's crazy. Listen, at thirty, he probably died. Uh, nah, he looked like ninety something. But at thirty, you was they probably took you out back. Yeah, yeah. Um, they crucified me, Scoog. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, who, we gotta look. We gotta look up these other guys. I think Pep. Give me Stone. some Vern. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna see some Pep, and I want to see a Vern Mickelson. Like, oh, oh, there's Pep, there's Vern Mickelson. There he is. Uh, oh, he went to Hamline University. I, something told me to look at look at, at at Vern. You went to school with him. Wait, Hamline's got a <laughs> it's got a list of players here. Wait, and where and where the hell is my name? I it's I don't know. Maybe, maybe am I overlooking it? Are uh, you are you Fritchie? You might be the T man, Jim Fritchie. Jim Fritchie. <laughs> no, that's me, Johnny Norland. <laughs> um. James Alfred Fritchie. Fritch, Fritchie, Fritch. Uh. Four points, three boards. That's tough, boy. Ninth overall pick. That's only lottery f- talk. Only played two seasons. He probably got drafted in a war. That's so. It's so crazy because like these guys are born in Minnesota. They go to high school, college in Minnesota. They get drafted by Minnesota, <laughs> and then they play two years and fall off the face of the planet. Like, what? bro, that's just and listen. That's your life, man. And after that, you delivering milk and glass bottles. You lifting heavy boxes. That's crazy, man. That's it's tough out here. It really is. It really is. Yikes! All right, Pepsol. Wait, Pepsol. His name isn't even Pepsol. No, it's <laughs> dude. Nicknames back then was just whatever. Frank Benjamin Saul Jr. 
That's crazy. Here's the thing. This is why you can't have nicknames anymore. Like you have a stands for nothing related to because the nicknames back then was just whitey or stupid oh. or dumb. Like they were just they were just call, yeah, that's dummy. Uh, <laughs> that's the team picture. There's the boys. There they are. <laughs> <laughs> Arranged them by height. Oh, that's rough for number twenty-two. Oh. What's the what like uh, Sweet Georgia Brown is like what the Harlem Globetrotters play. What's the white version of Sweet Georgia Brown that plays like while they dribble? It's just like a uh, black hole sun. <laughs> it's just what they <laughs> audio slave. <laughs> Shadow on oh, the sun. Man. Depeche Mode, um, reach out and touch, and they're just doing it. <laughs> look at that! Look, look, that's a that's a carry, brother. You cannot do that. That's not legal. Look at this. He's going. He looks like he's afraid for his life going up for the <laughs> jump ball. Yeah, he's like going up for a bomb. <laughs> uh, look at look at the dribbling. Look how also, look how smooth that ball is, man. You know that is not that's, that's like holding uh trying to shoot a wet bar of soap. That that looks like the ten pound ball. <laughs> that's a medicine ball. Um, I wish we had a picture of the hoop back then. Like, what kind of hoop were they shooting into? It was a peach bag. <laughs> Look at this. Wait, wait. Hey. Oh, this is Kentucky. Baby boy of the no. Uh... This is Kevin Jarvis. It looks like Kevin Jarvis. Yeah, it is. The Jarve man. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> back to okay. Back to. Do we have anyone else we want to look? Clyde no, Lovelet. Glass. No, I need some Dick Schnitker. <laughs> give me, give me. Richard Dean Schnitker. Give me. I need to, top five pit from Sandusky, Ohio. Oh. Iowa. Or excuse me, Iowa, Ohio State. Excuse me. Uh, He's drafted by the Washington Capitals. Give me some and some of the Schnitt man. Let's see what he looked like. I need to see what the what Dick Schnitter looks like, and then we'll uh <laughs> we'll stop shitting on people who've been dead for thirty years, bro. Oh come on! This is is this the this first is, photo ever taken? <laughs> this man is terrified. He don't know what to do if the ball bounces back up to his hand. <laughs> oh look at that! Look, that's a that's Trey Young floater. That's the little uh push shot. I seen John Moran shoot that. This is the schnitt, man. They all look so afraid, like, every time they leave their feet. Well, you know, as I think of it, I think they're probably afraid of the camera. The camera's probably what they're afraid. They're like, well, I don't know what... what uh, Ooh, ball in the basket, I get. It's, it's, I don't... Is This isn't the same guy, is it? I hope not. FSU I don't pr- think professor? I don't think that's him. I don't... Yeah, no, nah, we'll leave him alone. Um, <laughs> there he is. There, he, there is. he is. Oh, that's Caleb from Potabot List. There he is. That's... <laughs> Beautiful bald boy. That's our handsome boy. He's handsome. Um, good looking jersey. That blue Lakers. Yeah. Oh, there. He, oh, look at him. Young head of hair. There he is. They, they, they There's our superstar jersey. This, yeah, this is the peach back. This is where he's like, I don't want to look at the camera. It'll take my soul. And like it's not going to take your soul. It's going to take my soul. I'm not going to look at it. Um, I'm not going to look. Oh, here Dick, we go. Dick Schnitker. Look at that money. Cash. Oh, oh my God! Oh, the free throw, free throw. Oh, this is Jimmy Hull free throw form. This is def. Oh, this is de- that's definitely going underhand. That's wait. definitely that's good. That's grandma style. Wait, wait, wait. I pull the. Please pull this. Urgle Slim Wintermute. 
Presumed dead. Wait, presumed what? dead. <laughs> Bro, slim winter mute. Fire name alert. Slim what? winter mute. That I mean. Oh, look at. The, I mean, th- this guy is cool, man. He won winners of the first NCAA tournament championship. That's what I'm saying. He got the jacket and the tie. Slim winter mute. That's that's badass, dude. That's oh, there goes Slim winter mute. Hey, babes. And he slaps him five with his jocks. Uh, presume I'm, what happened to where he's presumed? What happened to where we don't know for sure? Oh wow. Okay, so it says Wintermute set out on his yacht from Porridge Uh-oh. Bay. Uh oh, water scared. Did not return. His boat was found a few days later with one of Wintermute's friends asleep on the boat that claimed Slim was still alive when he went to sleep. He was never found. What? And his friend was like, I was asleep. They don't even say <laughs> who the friend was? His, nah, hold on. Yeah, Google Slim Wintermute. But we, I, I think we, need to, we might need to crack this case. You can't just say the man went missing at sea. Yeah, what, 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 it was you and the basketball champion. What happened to him? You're here. The boat's here. Where's Slim? You're like, mm-hmm, I was asleep. Mm-hmm. I missed the movie. This is all we have. Oh, my God. All we have is this. Urgle. I don't like Urgle. News article um, is missing following. Okay, it says this is actually from the news in 1973. Oh, man. This one of those. Okay. I'm going to do like the old typewriter, but I need you to read it in like an old 1920s news voice. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like. How do I, how do I, I got to open the whole thing up. When I'm mute, oldest son, Scott said his father was last heard from. No, that's a sad paragraph. I can't do that voice on it. All right. This is a bizarre story. Like, this is. He underwent heart surgery. Yeah, this is a lot to read. I don't know if I can do a voice for this. No, yeah, that's a, well, I'm, he underwent heart surgery following a heart attack in 1970. He had been under medication for his heart condition. And his son speculated his father may have had a heart attack and fallen overboard or slipped and fallen in the water, pulling up the anchor. Wow. And it's like, I, we're trying to find out what happened to my pops. You, don't, you didn't see nothing? I was asleep. Yeah, he said he was, <clears throat> a friend was asleep in the boat and they did not disclose the name of the friend. You just trust hmm. the guy? You just trust the guy that he was asleep? Well, hey, that's 1977. You could get away with anything back then. Name not disclosed? We don't think that's a little... You know what I mean? Like, if he, if it's innocent guy, accident, no no blood, no no harm, no foul, name not released? They used to... Listen, they used to put your name, picture, and address in the paper when you did some shit. You know, it'd be like... It, Scoob, 522 Main Street, arrested for arson. They had your picture and your whole address right there. But we don't know this. Hey, we don't, we don't know who it was, man. We can't call it. It says here he worked for Boeing in Seattle. Hmm. Wintermute or the, assume, or the anonymous pal? Wintermute. Wintermute did. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, now now yeah, the airplanes we, we, are involved. That always changes everything. It was like, bro, yeah, we each had three beers out on a boat. I went to sleep. I woke up and he was gone. We never found his body. 
What if the last word was like, and that friend was Alfred Capone? I was gonna say, who's the wildest person we could find out that the friend was? Nineteen. When does happen? Nineteen seventy-seven. Seven. The yeah, who's the wildest person we could find out that this happened about? Uh, it's oh. like you know what you know. It found out uh, it was Yoko Ono the whole time. It was Yoko Ono. How old would have OJ have been back then? Oh, he would have been in the league, I think. Yeah, so, I mean, this guy was... grown. It says here he was one of the best defenders that they ever coached. So, this guy was known. He was well-known. NCAA championship winner. Everybody knew Slim Wintermute. Right. Interesting. Jerry Jones. That would just definitely track. That's just, nah, that would (laughs) definitely... Coach Dana Bible. uh, Eric Adams. Look. Oh, segue. We find out Eric Adams is the one that delivered uh, Slim Wintermute. Same way we find out Ron Paul delivered. So- That's right. Did I read those words correctly? Yes. Yes, you did. You did. You no, did. I did not. No, I did not. I most certainly did not because these can't be. The doctor who delivered a baby, Selena, was presidential hopeful Ron Paul. Bitty bitty boomba, Selena. Yes, Selena fans. Yes, it says here Latin Groove News. I think it's that Selena. He was an <laughs> obstetrician gynecologist from nineteen sixties to eighties, where and Selena was, was born, here, and he was just out here delivering Selena. Mm-hmm. Well, it says here, my wife was feeling ill. The doctor said at the conclusion of the exam, you have a tumor. We have to operate or remove it. Um, He was unconvinced. So Quintania and his wife, uh, Marcella, saw a second opinion. And that doctor was Paul. Wow. And then he he said that that tumor that the other doctor wanted to remove has two arms and legs. She's pregnant. So... That was Selena. Jesus Christ. Crazy. So there was no tumor all along. It was Selena the whole time. Yes. That's wild. Uh, that's a, it's one of those like um, Martin Luther King is one of the, like these are the stories. It's like that can't be real. And you look it up. It's like that's real. Martin Luther King. Uh, like four kids, if I'm not mistaken, whoever taught them how to play like piano. Or something like lived in Atlanta area. Martin Luther King was like, you know, thank you for teaching our kids how to play piano. Um, they had a baby. Martin Luther King paid for, you know, the delivery of the baby to show his thanks. The baby was Julia Roberts. Just one of those like what? Wow. Like like pretty woman Julia. The very same. Um, it's just huh, small world. That's. Is like is her book coming out? Why is this coming out? I'm just curious. Um. Oh, she's got um. Two new albums are on the way. Her father revealed. Hell yeah! So that's I guess that's why this is coming out. Um, Interesting. Yeah, Selena's her story. Like her, the president of her fan club, the one that I'm like, that's how I know it's gonna be one of y'all, man. Yeah, don't. I'm not even. I'm hands off there. I'm not even encouraging that. Yeah, uh, uh-uh. I just, I mean, I just, I don't know if I watched like some TV movie or something. And then I actually, read, I was like, 
I was like, like I thought that was like dramatized. I was like, the president of her fan club for real shot her, and they were like, yeah, at a hotel. She walked or ran like a hundred yards or something to like get. It was one of those like we don't know how she made it that far because she was like not doing well. Um, I was like, that just that just happened. Uh, yeah. And now we find a Ron Paul. Do I don't know. Uh, I think maybe I just stopped learning things. Uh, Chandler said, "Oh, the anniversary of her death." Okay, got you. Um, <laughs> that's something. Um, you know what else is something? I want to learn about this uh, rare cured ham. Mm, yes, the New Zealand ham. I need to hear about the ham. Uh oh well this is a this looks like a podcast actually. Oh, is it? I think this is gonna end up being a podcast. Oh, well, I'm not gonna listen, but okay. Yeah, I feel like they give me deets. Yeah. I, okay. It's okay, a so ham-based mystery. Yes, yeah, so we do. Yeah, what, do we, what, what do we have here? So it says here, um, ham-based mystery. Uh, someone in New Zealand found a super rare, expensive cured ham worth thousands of dollars. And it was just sitting in the street. Uh, Rafael Fonseca was walking his dog when he saw what looked like a dead animal leg sticking out of a bag. Oh, have some respect, <laughs> sir. It turns out it was a fancy ham called... You want to say it? <clears throat> Hemon Ibirico. Nice. One of the most expensive hams in the world. Meats in the world, actually. Listen, I was going to say, don't just live with the ham. It's one of the more expensive meats in the world. It's actually, I, I get paid um, in Hamon and Birko. That's right. That's right. It says, this type of meat, the pig is fed on 100%, wait, is fed 100% acorns and pampered until the very end. <laughs> Worst ways to live, baby. <laughs> it can only come from a specific region of Spain, and a leg of it can cost as much as $4,500. That's paper. Uh, it's basically meat champagne. Everything else is sparkling ham. I know that's right. Uh, man, listen, if, I, if I find some of this rare ham in the street, I ain't telling nobody but uh, uh, the whole block. The whole block gonna be eating uh, jamón ibérico. Well, this is this is it. It gets kind of weird here. It says. Oh, so does it now? The story where a forty-five hundred dollar. What do you mean? What you mean? Gets weird. It says here that uh, Jillian Flynn, the mastermind behind Gone Girl and Sharp Objects. I'm assuming. I think those are thriller books. I believe. Um, I know gone, like, like gone girl, gone yeah, girl. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I think it is that hmm. gone girl. Um, I'm scared of her. Notes that similar hams were found in several other locations around New Zealand. Do I need boots on forks on the ground? <laughs> it's, it's just ham after ham I on the ground. Yeah, I don't. It's it says here they're leaving the forelegs around for us to find and create a new pig. Who's to say what comes next? No, no, listen. I think the pigs we got now are just fine. I think they're just fine. That's very um, strange. She's, she's what did they do? Did they? They definitely ate this like street ham, right? Uh, would, it, you eat, would you eat street ham? 
Ooh, if I found it, I mean, it's in a street bag. Hand. I mean, street hand. He said it was wrapped up. It's wrapped. If it's wrapped up in a bag, I'm liable to eat the street hand. Especially 40, if someone's like forty five hundred dollars, man. Forty five hundred dollar ham. I'm liable to eat the ham. You, I mean, what are you gonna do? You, you feed it to the dogs? No. Nah. Would you feed your dogs diamonds, silver, pearls? No. Um, I think, but like, who's putting down the four thousand five dollar <laughs> ham? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is a that you can I don't only know. get from Spain. And why do they want my attention? I think that's what this really. Who, who, who's like this is something somebody's trying to. They're trying to get me. I I honestly like I'm crazy enough to believe. That. I've slept little enough to believe that. You see what I'm saying? So they're trying to. It's one of those they try to lure. Right, because now now it's a forty five hundred dollar ham. Soon they're gonna break out the seventy five hundred dollar hand. Like you know what I'm right. saying? It's like wow, we just found a whole slab of pork belly. I said aha, I eat pork belly. What location would the ham have to appear for you to be like? I think I'm gonna have to investigate this time. Oh boy, it's New Zealand. I think it's kind of hard to get. It's a little into. far. Yeah, it's yeah. a little. Uh, I don't. I mean, I, listen, tri county area. Uh, I got gasoline. Try County here. I, I got some gasoline. The car, the car's made to drive. Um, I've cleaned out my trunk. Like you know, what I'm saying I can transport. I could get. I could fit seventeen five uh, k worth of ham in my trunk right now. I'm thinking like South America, Canada. I would go if I if oh, I, if got to. triangulate locations. If we could do it, I would do it. That's oh, okay. Oh, I was say yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's. One of those find a ham, like a ham here is dropped in like I don't know St. Louis or something. It's like okay, I go to St. Louis, but while I'm on the way to St. Louis, another ham is. I'm like, wait, maybe I need to stay exactly where I am. like. Let let the hams form around me. You and, know what I mean? And see where they coincide. The hams coincide it, absolutely. Exactly, and it, <laughs> it they align to an arrow just pointing right at my house. I'm like, huh? I wonder what that means. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's I'm peculiar. in danger. Yeah, it's like does it? It looks like they're pointing at me, and everybody's like, "No, it's definitely it's your house." We talked about it. It's definitely at you. I said, "Huh?" Um, but I, I mean, I, I my hand would be forced at that point. I'd have to go get the ham, sir. Why, like, why does Sean Doolittle? Why is why is he in the story? He just took- you tell. Please tell me why Sean Doolittle. Uh, World Series winning pitcher of the uh, Washington Nationals is here. It says he's here to talk about superstition. It says um, there was a season where Sean ate the exact same thing before every game. Uh, the chef in the clubhouse would make a turkey burger before every day, an hour before the game started all season. And he hasn't had one since. He's sick of them now. 162, dude? Like... I mean, I don't. He's he's a pitcher, so he's not playing all one sixty two. But you still got to show up, though. You know what I mean? Like you still got to eat. I, oh, that's I'd be. So... There's... A turkey burger every even then. Okay, what does it say? What year? Mm, no, but I'm guessing it was I like uh when he was on the Nationals, probably. Right. Uh. So yeah, look up Sean Dula. I just want to see like how many times he was pitching per game or uh, per season. Yeah. He's like relief pitcher, starting pitcher. Because if you start, you might get into the thirties. Uh, uh, see, nah, keep yeah. That's for future. Here we go. Um, still pitching. When was he in? Wow. He's still cooking, baby. Um, 
There we go. 63 games. So he's like a relief pitcher. That's a lot of turkey burgers, man. I'd be, I've only had, I think, one turkey burger my whole life. So he's had 60 more in one season. But here's the th- the season is like six. He had 60 turkey burgers from March to October. That's like I, 10, that's like 10 a month, man. Uh, that's nasty. I definitely, I definitely haven't had 10 turkey burgers in my life. I've had more than one. Anytime I have, I'm like, I know these are healthier, but they don't taste good. Mm-hmm. Then I would rather not, um, dude. That is so yeah, Chris. I like turkey burger, but that's a lot of turkey. That's what I was trying to say. I was like, starters they getting like 30, 35 games, but a relief pitcher, like a closer, might save fifty games, right? And it's the ones you lose and don't get. So it's a lot of burgers, man. A lot of a lot of turkey burgers. Uh, hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of turkey burgers. Uh, I was gonna say this guy reminds me. I follow this dude on Twitter who I sh- I shit you not. Every night he posts a picture he- where he air fried chicken strips and fries, and he dumps like an entire jar of seasoning on top. And it's every night, and it's starting to like break my brain. Where it's he like, posted a- he posts pictures of it where on his Twitter page. Is it public? Uh yes, but I can't pull it up because he's crazy. I'm not. <laughs> I no, I get it. I, I know. Ma- maybe Let's, in the community yeah. later, I will give everyone a, a little. If you join the community, I will give you guys a little taste of. <laughs> they will kill us all. No. Um, I, I will show you guys the meal later. That's what I will do. That's what I will do. That's oh yeah, that's a good point by Nick. Um, because you're a leaf pitcher, you don't know when you plan. You have to eat the burger every day. You gotta eat the burger. You see what I'm saying? It's every day. I think he ate 100. I think he ate 162 burgers every day. I think the man ate 162 burgers. Like we could find that chef. If like, how many can we see your turkey burger inventory for that year? Um, and it'd be like the thing we figure out the crime. He's like, this can't be. Right. He would have eaten 162 burgers. But you ordered 165, and that's when you walk out of the freezer and you say, aha, you're holding the remaining three frozen burgers. And then the chef goes to prison for some reason. <laughs> um, that's a, too, too much turkey burger. Too, too, much. Mu- too much. Too much turkey burger. Too much ground chuck. Oh, oh so much chuck, dude. <laughs> turkey uh, chuck. Oh. Wait, look, speak. Do we <laughs> think it was the same burger every day, or did he get creative? Same. I think. Athletes are so superstitious. Oh, it would be the same. Exact. It would be the So again, I bet he was not even like, okay, yeah, today let's uh, put some lettuce, lettuce and tomato or whatever. I bet he was like, no, I would like two grains of salt on this side, four grains of black pepper on the other side. Cook it for six minutes, four minutes, one minute, four minutes. And then I will take the burger in my hand. That's uh, playoffs too. Insane way to live. Playoffs too. I think this man was eating upwards of 180 turkey burgs a year. Turbergs. Yeah. That one two for double that one season. That one season he said it was. It was only one season he did it. So I'm t- okay. What what was his best year? Was the best year because that's the year he did it. That's how superstitious they are. What's yeah. the, the all-star year? The 60 season what? year. Was that the okay? It, that that's the year they won the ring, I'm pretty sure. 2019. No, but the one with the star, but that's the whatever year he made All Star team. The um, one above it. 
Oh, this one? Oh, oh, shoot. Then it is. He did 45 innings pitch. Four. Okay. So how many games? 43. But still, again, your relief pitcher. You, oh, well, I don't go back. I think it was this ERA 1.6 there. Um, go back to the. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I, the I, I guarantee that's the year. Yeah. 2018. Oh. Uh, I think the year before they won the championship. But that there's your turkey burger year. I mean, bro, and then he goes off the turkey burgs and he's back to four ERA. Bro, I, I am slamming the burgers again. I was going to say, at that point, you have to. You are forced to. I don't care how much you hate it. You, ha- you yeah. have to eat the turkey burger. That's one of those, like, oh, my God. Like, I am going to. Like, can you just shove it down my throat? Because if I have to, like, look at it and chew it, I'm going to hurl. But 1.6. I made the all-star team, baby. I got to eat the burger. <laughs> I mean, you have to. Eat beef said eat three turkey burgers a week. Jesus Christ. What why? Wait, why? Dude. That's a lot. What, what the hell? Why are you so much turkey burgers? Are, are they're not, not that I get the I get the healthy part, but they're not that good. That's... You're just not cooking it right, Whisper. It's not that good. Turkey gets such a terrible rap on Thanksgiving. And then people be eating uh, 162 turkey burgers in a in a uh six month span school. Make it make sense. A turkey make it make smoothie. Sense. Oh, Chad's so Chad's getting gross now. All right. All right. That that legit turned my stomach. Like the thought of a turkey smoothie, but no, the thought for real turned of just, him just being like, "All right." Like the first first two weeks to that would be so sick. You're like, "Man, I'm pitching great." It hadn't worn off yet. You're like, "Man, I'm gonna get to the stadium. Get me a. I'm. I hope I don't pitch tonight. I might sneak another one." Uh. <laughs> If they they got a lot of left handers, man, I'm, I might get the night off, man. Uh, I tell them cook me too. Then week three, you're like, all right, all right, all right. Um, it's like my coaches, my ERA is like, at one, but at what cost? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, coach is like, whatever you're doing, man, don't change a thing. And that's what he hears in his head: don't change a thing, don't change a thing. He get the same turkey burger. That man went through nearly two hundred turkeys. He beats Thompson with bacon. He just, he just, he just want to taste of flesh. Um, he should have had a, a the nickname Turkey Killer at that point. Like Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Peter. Uh, he, no one man should not be, turkey burgers. One man should not be able to claim such a body count of turkey burger. Nah, that's yeah. He's he's got like a mark on each arm for each turkey. <laughs> he's he's each burg. Uh, he's consumed. All right. Listen, I don't want to get on his bad side. This is a man that uh, probably dresses and strips turkeys with his bare hands. So you're going to mess with this guy? You're going to mess with I'm not going to look at no. No, I'm not going to look him in the eye. He wears glasses. On. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're going to take a five minute break. Come back and talk round ball. I want to talk some MVP, the straw poll. Little all NBA position stuff came out. We had a full slate of games. I had a full slate of missed slips. Um, I didn't even look at mine. Oh, I looked at mine. Um, We'll look at yours on the other side of a five-minute break. Catch us on the other side. Welcome back. Hour three. Happy Thursday. Let's talk some round ball. Uh, Show me the straw poll. Uh, or oh no, I think we might even have something uh, before that. I've got a delicious meal to show everybody. Oh, good! I, I'm I'm starving. 
Oh no! So the guy that no. I follow, he no, every single night, every night, I'm not kidding. Real. Every single <laughs> night, he has this for dinner. That okay? So what we're looking at here, this is yes, yeah, some like the some sort of chicken tender. Yeah, it's like um, air fried chicken strips. Okay, air fried chicken strip. And air fried French fries, I'm guessing. Yep. And there is, I don't even. What what kind of seasoning is it? Is it just salt and pepper? What is um, it? I think it's oh what what it's something like. It's so much seasoning. It's something like um, Jamas or Mamas or something like that. It's it's like a brand. It's like a a J brand or something. And he's like he's like I bought four brands of of Jamas for this like. Like that, <laughs> okay, it's one of like there's one. It's so much seasoning. It looks like it was all dumped on the center. It looks like it was all like this. There was no seasoning pre cooked. So like whatever bite you get, and on the other side there's gonna be no seasoning. He just you could tell like it's just thrown on there. It's it, I do like he's got condiment cups. So yes. fancy, a little fancy. Uh, looks like ketchup and uh. Some like ranch, ranch up Maybe or something. Ranch, yeah, no, yeah. Um, it, but there's seasoning the se- in the in the cups. <laughs> yeah, I say that. I say that to say the seasoning is in the, the sauces. Yes. Um, that and you said every night. Every single night he posts a picture, and he'll post a video, so you know it's not the same picture. He'll post a video and he'll be like, mm, looking at my great meal. It's so delicious. And I just made it myself. Hey, boy, chef. I'll say this. I I wish I had the energy to cook for myself. I'll be, I'll be sitting down like, I'm so hungry. But I would have to do something about it. And I'm just not going to. Um, that boy get in. I, it just, I don't know. I don't Maybe that's what he like. I just feel like some moderation right. would go a long way. Right? Like he was like, hey, man, if you just hit it while you, like, over it. Right, like why you maybe even why you shake it, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's like the whole, like you want those fries on the bottom. You like that? You like how the ones on the top taste, right? You like that seasoning? Yeah, the ones on the bottom can taste like that too. The funniest part <laughs> is it didn't always used to look like this. It started looking like this two weeks ago because he used to not use any seasoning. So someone called him worse. out. Okay. And he was like, all right, why use seasoning? And then they called him out, and he was like, well, now you say I t- use too much, but I love it, so I got four jars of it. <laughs> oh, my lord. I, that's, like, again, not even, that is probably a very unhealthy amount of salt. Uh, and I'd say this is someone who consumes a very unhealthy amount of salt. That's why I'm like, that looked familiar. Um, I'll say this, if he like it, I love it. If they like it, I love it, right? Listen, people, life is hard, right? So if the only thing you know is like, man, I, today suck, but I know I'm going to get home and kill these tenders and fries and season it, right? Like, that's what keep him keeps them going. I don't hate it. I salute it. Um, but that's a lot. I'm just looking at, it's one fry in particular I'm looking at. It's like dead center. It's sloping from like uh, high right to low left. It's just, I, I, I would just, it would hurt me. It doesn't, it doesn't it really hurt. look like uh it doesn't really look like a fry anymore. It's more green. That's what it, it's so seasoned. Um, 
And no, they like it. I'm absolute. Chat, I cannot tell you who it is because the last no, time, yeah, no, 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 last time I posted and I cropped his name and everything, and chat uh, still blew up the spot. So it I was gonna say, have... listen, because I, I, I can't do a lot of shit on here because people going to end up being weird. Cannot people have... end up being weird. So you, listen, you, you yeah, got the you... food pick. That's all you get. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like they not bothering nobody. They just eating their food. So salute. Don't. Uh, um, okay, now let's talk some straw poll. Yes, that is that's a staggering amount. Um, so Tim Bontemps, uh, ESPN, he does three straw polls broken up over the season to kind of project predict. He asked a lot of people that have MVP votes and some that don't have MVP votes mm-hmm. what their ballot looks like. On the second one, Joel Embiid was first. Jokic was second. And the only reason I remember that is because Jokic was not on five ballots at all, which was as laughable then as it is now. Um, and now we have our most recent straw poll. Who do we have? We have the Joker. How many uh, does it have the ballot breakdown? Um, let's see. Their picture here it is. Boom. There, there we is. go. There we go. Perfect. Perfect. Um, married the lead. They want you to read the whole article. I'll never read the article. Um, Jokic number one. He this time made it to a hundred percent of the ballots. That's pretty cool. So Jokic won. Uh, Embiid to zoom in a little bit if you can. Yeah, trying to see. Okay, so yeah, Embiid got second most. I was trying to see if it was 37 or six. Giannis got third most. Ja Morant fourth. My issue, uh, not even so much an issue, it's just Ja Morant has missed a lot of time, man. Like, I he's played a lot less minutes than. Like I feel like it, it. It's thought of that like Kevin Durant has just been so has missed so much time. By the end of like this week, Kevin Durant's gonna have played more minutes than John Morant. Mm-hmm. LeBron's passed him. Like so, MV. Like I get for all NBA minutes don't matter as much, and he got hurt. I, it's tough to knock somebody for that, but that's literally what MB got knocked for last year. So fourth, I don't know how he's fourth. And to be quite, I don't know. I don't know if he's a lock for first team All NBA for guards because again he's just missed so much time. Um, yeah, and it's hard to justify him <laughs> moving up in the rankings when he hasn't really played, you know? Right. Yeah. What he did is set in stone for sure, but other guys are still playing. Uh, his team is still playing well with that, which shouldn't hurt him for All NBA. But you asking humans to vote, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, Luca didn't get a top three vote. Devin Booker got a second place vote. That's it. Like Ja Morant got a second place vote. As great a season as he's had, I don't know how you could a second place vote. I, I over any of those three guys ahead of him. Yeah, over Tatum, over Doncic, over Booker. Even Curry had like the like the first one of these Curry ran away with. So the three we've had three different winners over these. Durant again, if Durant has. He's gonna surpass him in minutes. Then Kevin Durant might make first team All NBA, and I thought he had missed like so many minutes. Uh, Trilly Bontemps, that's me. Uh, <laughs> Tim Bontemps said 
he said he doesn't know if LeBron James is going to make his all NBA bracket. And that's one. Last week he was saying he was like, there's a He's like, there's Devin Booker might not make an all NBA bracket. And I said out and somebody called him on at the time. They were like, he's making like there haven't been six better guards. Like, come on now. Mm -hmm. And then yesterday he was like, I don't know if LeBron's going to make my all NBA bracket. Um, the man's I said, leading wow, the league man. in scoring. I like, <laughs> yeah, click on LeBron's number. Let's see what that bum is doing. Let's see what that old man is doing. Let's see. Oh, he should retire. Oy. 30 points. Yeah, click stats. Let me see. Uh, obviously, like the, the shooting splits with it. So 52% from the field, 36 from three, 76 from the line. 30 points, currently first in the league, eight rebounds, six assists. So, again, the case is not – like, I'm not saying LeBron should be first, like, a lot for first team. But you're, there haven't been six better forwards than that. There have not. Like, however you want to – if he's sixth of the six, okay, that means third team. Uh, and also, if you pull up the tweet along with the All-NBA, I think LeBron – I don't know. He he might have got guard qualification. Um, um Ben said he's what Ben Bontemps uh said he's here we go. So this is the stuff that like matters for all NBA voting and matters for the players because the voting determines the type of raises they get, which is fucked up. Um because again, like Tim Bontemps has a vote in this stuff. And I like I trust he I trust he watches the games, and I don't think he will leave LeBron off. But it's like wild that, like the decisions of people, like they have the power to affect tens of millions of dollars. Yeah, that's messed. That up. should not be. Yeah, that should not be. Jason Tatum missed out last year because he got votes at uh, Ford and guard, but he got more votes at Ford because he's a Ford. Kyrie Irving got more votes at guard because he's a guard, and Kyrie made it. But Jason Tatum had more votes. So he got screwed out of it would have bumped him up. I think it was like at least like twenty million dollars that he just missed because of positioning. And it's like, wow, uh, this shouldn't be in the hands of NBA writers, right? <laughs> like Pencil respectfully, pushers. which it's it's just like that shouldn't be to me. Um, so Demar Derozan eligible at forward and guard. You know the Bulls have played like Dasunmu and Lonzo and Levine and Caruso at guard. He'll get forward and guard. Doncic, eligible at forward and guard. Jason Tatum, forward and guard. LeBron, forward and guard. The big one is Jokic and Embiid are eligible at forward and center. So that's big because I am team, I would like to put, if these guys are going to finish one and two in MVP again, I think they should both be represented on the first team of All NBA. I'd be said thirty five million, Lordy B. Yeah, like if I'm Jason Tatum and I, you cost me thirty five. I ain't answering none of your questions. I said you voted for Bradley Bill, didn't you? Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> let me see. Which I'm actually with Bond. I won't hate it, but any higher than third. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying he. I think he will make third team, but I just there's just not a case for six better four. I just I don't and haven't seen it. Uh, did eight, somebody said Aiden said a thing, and I'm a little scared. This is what it is. Uh oh, hmm. um, on Twitter or 
Oh no, in the chest. I was looking. Oh, Yoke. Oh. oh, okay. Yoke can be first team forwards. Cat first team. Oh, now listen. The Aidens were down bad. They've been talking some sense lately. They've been talking some sense lately because I like another thing. Bon Tim said like he's like he'll put MB or he, whoever he has one. He'll put one on first team, one on second team, because that's the way. Like like when it was Wilt Chamberlain and Bill Russell. They did one on first team, one on second team. He's like, and, and you know, life moved on. And I is one of, and they, I think Zach Lowe says like they did a lot of things in like the 1960s that are just socially unacceptable right now. Uh, if we're playing that game, but right. I would rather represent the best players. So I would have, yeah, Jokic and Embiid, and that's one of those. I think that, like, if it pushes a forward down, that could hurt LeBron, but he's also guard eligible, which I think will help him. Like, I think he makes an all-NBA team. Um, like, I think Jokic, Embiid, Giannis, and then for the two guards, I have no idea. Luka. I think Luka has probably just about all but and Tatum. got one of those spots. And now that Tatum has, but again, like somebody said in the chat, Tatum's not a guard. He's never played guard. And if there's going to be people that's like, he's not a guard, I cannot vote for him at guard. It's going to end up being like, okay, you agree he's been a top five player this year, but he has to go to second team because he just happens to play. Like these, like these dumb positions that we agree are dumb. Um, so it might, yeah, your first team guards might be Luke and Tatum, which again, I don't hate. Did they play that position technically? No, but positions are stupid. They don't really exist. Um, I would agree. It's, ba- it's basically, are, are you playing with somebody shorter or taller than you? That's kind of just how it, uh, no, no matter what their game is. Mm-hmm. If Tatum's pl- like Tatum plays with uh, Marcus Smart, it don't matter that Marcus Smart weighs more than him and guards bigger, it doesn't matter. He's shorter. Yeah. So, let's see. Hinkman says John. I think John's missed too much time. Hink, I think he. Ha- it was John Steph. I think. Then Steph tailed off. Then Ja has been out like a lot of minutes. I think Booker. I think the three guards will probably be between Booker, Luca, Tatum. Yeah. Like, uh, if you can't show me. Uh, basketball Reference. The uh, stats. Like the player stats page. I'm trying to think what it's yeah. called. Let's <laughs> William said uh, Siakam had 40 on Luke Cornett. He's stand. Listen, yeah, Siakam going to be in that mix. Six-team All-NBA. I firmly think they should be four position, or four teams. Let's see. Leaders? Uh, well, it's like a, it shows like their points, rebounds. I just don't know. I think it's like season summary maybe. See. Go to okay, yeah. Click some uh go up the summary below 2021-2022 NBA standings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Boom. Then but go up. There's one that shows like it's this, but for play, yeah, more pages. More page. Right in the center there. Um and then just scroll it down a little bit. Oh. Uh play, yeah, player stats, totals. There we go. Boom. Thank you. Um, that's this is oh, it's alpha. Okay, uh, start by more, most points. I think that's the easiest way to get like people to score a lot of points. 
uh, and play a lot of minutes and then scroll back to minutes. Thank you. Um, so this is like we're just looking at like minutes played and trays at like 24, DeRozan at 25, Tatum 26. Like all these guys are in the twos, 2000, 2000. Keep scrolling a little bit. See, when we get to who's at 1862, that I think that's Ja Morant. Yeah, Ja. Yeah, so Ja yeah. ja has played less minutes than anybody here in the top 20 except for Kevin Durant. And Kevin Durant is 60 minutes behind him. Like we'll pass him in two games. So I think that alone will hurt. Like when the like Booker been doing this all year. DeJounte Murray has played 2,300 minutes. So at a certain point, I, I do wonder when, like how much is it going to be availability? Because again, Shea, I felt like Shea was out forever. He's about to pay. Like if he, I don't know if he plays again because Oklahoma City, but he's played more minutes than John Morant. Russ has the most minutes of anyone here. <laughs> Some say that's uh, the Lakers' issues. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Let's see. Giannis barely has Jaws minutes beat. Yeah, where's Giannis's minutes? Yeah, see, Giannis is tough because he plays every game, but he plays 29 minutes because he's just dominating. Yeah. <laughs> he's so it's 29 minutes, 24 points, 12 minutes. Yeah, like, because, again, that's one of those, like, if you go by games played, you'll see Giannis, but not as much minutes. You go by minutes, you'll see something different. Ja was great, and he clearly played a majority of the season. Mm-hmm. So I think he's an All NBA guard. But how much does it like does availability knock him one team, two teams? Does it knock him at all, or is it just like, hey, if he if you think he was one of the best two guards, he should be on the first team. So I don't know how this is going to shake out, but someone's going to be upset, not me, but somebody's going to be upset because one of Let's see, Booker. Let's say, let's say Booker and Luca, Tatum and Ja, Steph, and then you have one guard spot for Trey Young, DeRozan, depending on how they classify him, Donovan Mitchell, Levine. Scroll down. Let's see what other guards we got there. I feel like I'm missing one. Dejounte and. Russell Westbrook, no, um, I think it's probably like for all NBA, like it's going to be some tough sledding this year, buddy. But not my problem. They won't give me a vote. Maybe someday. Someday. I mean, I had one. I, there's a code of conduct, which I may or may not have violated. Um, it's not important. Um, boy, I didn't hit a single game of skill last night, Scoop. Yeah, I'm no afraid sir. to look and see if I did, but we're about uh, to. I did I will not. Look. Uh, Jesus. I will look. I will. Do I? I'm not even. I'm not even gonna pull it up on screen. What what I did, but I'm just telling. It was bad. I hit. Look, Dorian Finney Smith has. I don't think he's ever let me down. His over was 11 and a half. He scored 28. Um, Mitchell I had Robinson. the under on. Mitchell Robinson boned me. He boned me. Aaron Gordon. I would have won if it wasn't for Aaron Gordon. I hit the other two. No, Aaron. Aaron Gordon boned me. Porzingis had a great night. <sighs> um, Kyle Lowry is back to shooting the basketball. I did nail Jalen Green. I should have just put Jalen Green and Dorian Finney-Smith together. 
Mm, I'm a grouch. Uh, <laughs> let us see. We want to, yeah, we want to talk last night's game or make. Hey, let's talk a little late and then we'll make, we'll get to our pick. Um, because boy, did they stink. Who played last evening? Let's see. The Cavaliers and the Mavericks. Mavericks won. Mavericks did beat the Cavaliers. Uh, I got you. Look at look at the cat. Like who's left playing for the Cavaliers? Like just who, the body. Like Moses Brown and Lamar Stevens. Like that's Darius Garland's getting ten assists to these guys. I think he should be in the MVP. Like we're, we we didn't even mention Darius Garland for. All. I don't think he'll probably he'll probably be cut, but he should. He getting ten assists. He passing it to Lamar Stevens, man. Um, Karis Levert scored thirty two um, points after you said he sucks. Good Karis. Okay, so let me I, let me tell you who's taking the under on Karis Levert next game. Mm, uh, that's that's what you do. It's called the odds, baby. Um, yeah. Bertans was shooting 35% from the field in Washington, 32% from three in Washington. But in Dallas, he's up to 35% from the field and 32% from three. I don't I don't know if I've ever seen a shooter be broken, man. He's been dude, it's not it's not even broken anymore. This is just him. Like he, he maybe he wasn't that's, good. Yeah. Like, was he ever good? Like that's I mean he all the thing he was tall and could shoot. And it was one of, like Doug McDermott's like, hey, listen, he's slow, gonna get roasted on defense or whatever. But if you put him out there, he's going to hit 40% of his three. Like, that's the only reason to justify it is because he's not only a good shooter, he's a great shooter. And now he's not even an average shooter. Like, it's I don't know. I don't know if it's injury, uh, it was the all it was won. the all-star yeah. game, man. That one all-star game, like mm-hmm. broke it, it broke his shot. He was never the same after it's for some reason. Like the home run derby. Yeah. Um But Dallas keeps cooking. What are they up to three in the standings? Um let's because if not, they are close. Yes, they are. Dallas is num currently number tied for number three. But Golden State losing last night to Phoenix. Golden State's lost four straight. Dallas has won three straight. Dallas up to three. But again, still looking at Utah six. That would, like, if I'm Dallas, that is perfect for me. That's who you want, yep. That is, like, because ideally, second round, and then you get the winner of Grizzlies-Timberwolves. Yeah, I can't believe it, but uh, the Jason Kidd era is, uh, it's looking all right. Listen, the boy's cooking. It is what it is. Um, And that's not to say that Utah's cake. I don't think Memphis or Minnesota is cake, but the winner of those, I'd rather play them in the second round than, like, Phoenix, Golden State second round is going to be criminal. Like, I, I, I hope we don't get that second. That feels too good to be second round. But if I'm the Mavericks and I can get to the conference finals without having played the Suns or the Warriors yet, feeling pretty good. Yeah, that would be the feeling pretty good. path of least resistance. Yeah, like Robert, if y'all get Utah first round, Memphis second round, I think that I think the Mavericks are walking to the conference. What happened? Like I still don't I don't think they could beat the Suns. 
Uh, and I don't think they could beat the Warriors if Steph is back, but because uh, Warriors are looking kind of meh. But I think they could beat the Grizzlies. I think they could beat the Nuggets. That'd be a good series. I think they could beat uh, I don't Nuggets, Mavs. Um, I think that I think that uh, well, is uh, what's his name gonna Murray gonna be back? He's coming back soon, isn't he? Down G League. Uh, I feel like it's one. Keep hearing it, but it's like man, time is ticking. We got like seven games left. Yeah. Like, so if maybe, we're not hearing like like are you in practice or G League or something? Same for Michael Porter Jr. I honestly I feel like I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but I think the Dinwiddie trade is just enough boost to push the Mavs over the Nuggets because I mean I know we I don't disagree. We don't we we say uh, Jokic doesn't get tired, but man, he looks exhausted some games. Man, <laughs> he does look whooped out there. Um, yeah, it, it, I mean Luca versus. Uh, Jokic would just be a fun series in general, and I think I but, think Luca scores fifty. As I said, they don't Jokic. have a single like it would be Aaron Gordon, but yeah, I think that that like the way they're playing, also cooking defensively, it's really only the Suns. Suns and the, if the Warriors get healthy, I think they get in trouble. Uh, somebody said uh, bold to assume the Warriors get to the second round, but they look like like right now Warriors Nugget. The Nuggets. I think I. Roll them, I think. You if are you like without Steph? Without Steph, yes. I would say yeah. If Steph doesn't play, yeah, I think the Nuggets will win. Uh, with Steph, that's Steph, a hard seven there. With Steph comes, I, I think Steph will win. But no, man, like the Mavericks sitting pretty. Get a little home court, and even like you'll have to go to Memphis, who like they have a good crowd and all that. But I, you have the best player in the series. Who would have so, thought a Spencer Dinwiddie trade would have worked out? Not listen, not anybody on the Washington Wizards. They were like, we hate, we wanted to kill him. That's why they traded him. So we did not kill him. Um, yeah, I'm looking up Murray and Port because that is like, if they have those guys and somewhat some capability, would that change your pick on them? Uh, yeah, here we go. What's their injury? Definitely. Um, okay. Porter Jr. ruled out. Wednesday and that oh uh March twentieth, Jamal Murray is not close to rejoining. So okay. well, I mean that's what ten almost two weeks ago. Porters was closer, but I mean if you they start ruling you out for individual contests, that feels pretty close. Yeah. Like so he Porter could be close. That's Dallas, Denver, but they have Porter. Say Porter he gets to shake a little rust off. Does that change your pick? Eh, now nah, the Mavs defense feels like it'll shut down a uh, hobbled Porter. Yeah, where are the Clippers? Because yeah, now I completely forgot about them. Ty Lue's great, and also Paul George. <laughs> and Paul George says, "I feel no pain, man. This guy's in a great place." Uh, eighth Clippers seed. are eighth seed, so that's mm, if they could get to seven. If they get to seven, I think Clippers Grizzlies interesting yeah like i might probably closer than the grizzlies would want it to be yeah if they if paul george is just 30 a night and they get seven two clippers because it's a i was reading something the other day about um i think it was memphis and minnesota it was like teams that part of their defense is like creating a lot of turnovers like the way they do it and it's like in the playoffs they turnovers just happen less 
Like your better players are playing more. You value the ball more. You're not dicking around. So it's like, can your defense hold up as much? I think it was Timberwolves and Grizzlies were two of the top teams. And it's like, when it works, it's great. You're out and you're running and it's great. But in the playoffs, when it slows down and you can't count on necessarily those points, you losing some of your offense. Um, so Clippers, it'd be yeah, Ty Lue versus Taylor Jenkins. I think that's we we got some for as bad as the West is and still is at the bottom. I think we're gonna end up with some like decent match. Like if it's Timberwolves Clippers, that's for the best. Like the Pelicans are just like Zion's not coming. The whole point I was like maybe he's getting better, getting closer, but they shut him down for the year. The Lakers, the Lakers' only incentive is. If they make the playoffs, uh, the pick they give the Pelicans is worse, but they don't get the pick regardless. So their incentive would be to make the make the eight seed and then just get absolutely smoked by the Suns again. So you hand over the 16th pick instead of what could jump up, I and mean, that would be worst case. But I think the what, what, how much Jazz two and a half back. I I wouldn't like the. Timberwolves into the play in yet. The Jazz just don't look good. Yeah, no, I think the Timberwolves I mean, but they're they've lost two in a row, but Yeah, they, I was gonna say they they've kind of <laughs> this see. was their peak chance to make up some ground. Yeah, let me see because if they have a jazz game where they can cut that, let's see we're looking at the Timberwolves futures schedule. They have no so Denver. So at at Denver, that's a tough one. At Houston, you should win that. Home for Washington, you should win that. Home for San Antonio, you should win that. And home for Chicago, which uh, maybe Chicago's already locked up a seed. So you can let, let's look at the what's Utah's like, five, five or six. Let's see. What do you got for the Go Bear Man? Let's see how many games it takes them to get swept out. Um, mm-hmm. Home for the Lakers at Golden State. Home for Memphis. Home for OKC, home for Phoenix at Portland. So Oklahoma City and Portland, and I mean, I was gonna say the Lakers too, but they stink, man. Lakers, and LeBron's gonna play. Yeah. They're winning tonight. I can feel it. You think I, I prime time Bron after a game off? Yep. He would love nothing more than to embarrass. So I think they might lose that. You got to win Oklahoma City and Portland, but Golden State, Memphis, Phoenix—that's uh, that's tough sledding. When you're already on the ski, like you've already lost to Charlotte and uh, Paul George, the way you lost to them. So, mm-hmm. Tapels go four and two, Clippers go two and four. Not difficult. Yeah, I'd, re- I'd rather see the Clippers, especially since Zion's not coming back. And the crazy thing is, I think the Suns beat every single team we've talked about pretty handedly. I hand- Listen, the Suns are so good, dude. I think this is just Suns' year for the West. The West is so I, bad, and they're just so good, you know. It's like they—I think they already locked with week left. They locked up like best record in the league, which sometimes goes down to like the last day or two, and they got like six games left. Because another thing they were talking about—they were like, "Well, uh, does it affect Chris Paul? Like, Chris Paul might not play much these last six games, and he already missed some time." And it's like, "Well, he's about to miss these games because their team is so good. Mm-hmm. How could you hold that against? Like, you know what I mean?" I can't hold that against him. Um, oh, apparently so. Bronze ruled out for tonight. Oh, is he? Lakers definitely winning now. Definitely. <laughs> oh, Russ game. Listen, Russ always he always gives Gobert. I mean, he gives everybody that. 
Dude, Russ he, is he gonna, puts a little extra rock on it. He is gonna drop like Damn. 45 okay. points on Gobert tonight. I'm let me see what the number is right now. The, I'm locking it in. The one guy he can bully, maybe. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, I'm scrolling right to that game. I think we got a decent slate here tonight. I did see in the chat somebody go bear to Atlanta. Uh like if you got some family to visit or something, for sure. Like, I don't know. It's a good city. Yeah, I know you're not talking about him playing for the Hawks. Oh, I'm taking that Russ PRA. Gimme, gimme. Let's see. Ooh, Russ, 34 and a half PRA. 20. You're taking PRA. I'll take his points. I'm taking the PRA over. He's going to triple-double vintage Russ tonight. You are A taste of vintage. I kind of like that. I'm, I, I think I'm putting that on two different tickets. I'm sprinkling some Russ action. Ultra I do want that 20 and a half. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I knew it. Withers believed in me. Um, Ooh, Paul after George. Tonight. What do we think about Paul George? Oh, what's his? No- well, let me see. D Money makes a good after tonight. LeBron has to play in three of the last six to qualify for the scoring title. That's why I thought he'd play tonight. Um, mm-hmm. but he's got those, but, there's three easy games left. He'll ha- yeah, because it's one of those like he can't just suit up, that'll bring the average down. You got to know it's like, okay, I'm healthy enough to. He'll probably score 40 for three more games and then sit. I did think primetime was one of the ones he's played. Maybe it's, the old man's a little tired. Mm-hmm. Um, who else we got? We got, I'm oh, yeah, you said Chicago Clippers. What are you looking at for PG? I am thinking Paul George over 24 and a half points. I think I got no, he's got no pain. No pain. I said he's never felt bad. Um, I will take, I'll take his PRA. He's going to be, listen, he said, I'll, I'll jump up high to get those rebounds. My arms don't hurt. I'll pass it over here. I'll pass it over there. Um, I'll take us over there. Who else we got? Who oh, else we got? There's a Karis LeVert game. Oh, feed it to me. It's total feed it to me. 18 and a half. What are you thinking there? Let's see. 18 and a half points. 20, I'm 28 and a half under. I'm taking the under for his PRA. Okay. Feed it to me. Oh, Andy's playing but, against Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Because here's, if Karis LeVert just starts fading me every single time I try to fade him, the Cavaliers are winning the title. And you heard it here first. I'm locking that one in. What else you got? I kind of want some Giannis action against the Nets. Get, get your taste. Get, who, who's guarding him there? LaMarcus Aldridge, man? Blake Griffin? Get your get your taste, man. Get your spoon. Right. So do I do what do I do? 31 and a half points or 49 and a half PRA? 12 and a half rebounds. I am looking at his rival. I will say, ooh, okay. So Giannis for his rival. Points with KD. KD's getting a point. That's Mm -hmm. interesting. He does, he, he scores those. Um PRA, Giannis Durant. Durant's getting five and a half. I'm going Giannis, man. I think it's just not. I mean, he's, he's Kevin Durant, of course, but I do think Giannis for sure wants to be like, yeah, no, like we're getting into form, like we're we're in playoff shape, baby. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go. I'm going 49 and a half PRA. I'm doing it. It's a big number, but have you considered this? He's Giannis. You ever, have you ever think about that? He's Giannis. That's so, true. He is Giannis. He is. Yeah, like Joshua said, here comes 35 points in 20 minutes. Yep. 
Yep, he's Giannis. Uh, <laughs> let's see. So putting that in there, what else we got? What else we got? You want any Durant, any Kyrie Irving action in you? Uh, I gotta look back. I'm putting the first card out. Okay, got you. Uh, oh, one, one, I, one I did want to say uh, from the last game. Darius Garland at Atlanta, 24 and a half points. I'm going over. Ooh, okay, okay. Going over. I like that. Um, Kyrie, three and a half three-pointers. The Bucks cannot stop the three. They are very well, they, Listen, that's their deep. They're like, hey, shoot it, because you're not going to get any layups. So, so they I might think- encourage him to shoot. You going over? I kind of want to go. I'm not going to go over. I can't root against my team. No. I can't root against my team. This close to the playoff? Ooh-wee. Oh, I know the next game I'm looking at. Detroit and Philly. <laughs> Everybody's playing. Is everybody? Yeah, Embiid, Harden, and Super Cade is in the house. 20 and a half points for Cade. Over. think so. Over. I'm gonna go over six assists for Cade. Okay. He got some rivals action with the uh, I think with Harden and I don't know. Yeah, I don't Let's see. I think that's all that's all the action I need. I'm gonna take Embiid rebounds. I just put in two bad tickets, baby. Whew, and I might put in another one. I'm really I really am surprised LeBron's not playing. Yeah, I think I, I, I really like the I, I, one you think yeah. he'd want. I think he's got to be gearing. Up. He he knows that. Like however many games he got, he so he's like, okay, just let let my hamstring rest one more game. We'll play again in two days. I'll go off then, and we'll we'll, we'll get this scoring title business. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Should I add okay. Brooke Lopez three pointers? Yes, you should. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do. It. I'm doing a four way. This is the the madman's four way. You're sick, dude. I have a sickness. It's true. I You're, have a this, this is like 140 turkey burger. Uh, sick. You damn bad, brother. <laughs> um, ooh, something else I heard. It's still NBA. I wish I heard this before I was like James Harden should have been S tier. This is a nasty stat. 132 players this year. Have taken over 200 layups or dunks. Okay. 132 players have taken over 200 layups or dunks this year and are shooting under 50% at those. Nikhil Alexander Walker, Cole Anthony, James Harden. Ah. Those are the three. That's not a good stat. That's definitely not a good stat. That's not a good. You don't stat. want to be associated um, with those names. You don't want that. No, 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 no. But at least, like, it's like, hey, James Harden's thirty-five. Cole, you like twenty-two, man? What's this about? Um, yeah, Cole Anthony, he is. Um, he's betrayed he me kinda, one too many times. He kind of went. I, he heard. He heard you talking about Suggs. That's true. He heard you talking about Jalen Suggs. Teaming up against me. Mm-hmm. Also, I've been informed that I took the wrong Brooke Lopez prop. I took his points and not his three pointers. But oh no, against against the Nets, who's stopping Brooke Lopez? Easy, easy, what, what's the what's the points line? What's Eleven the... and a half. Oh no, he'll take a few few yeah. of them tray balls. Uh, 
Let me get Go a couple three, easy three, putbacks. Yeah. Easy putbacks. Yeah, three threes and a couple uh, quick offensive rebounds. Um, it'll, it, it'll be fine. Uh, yeah, no, I feel I feel good about the slips. Good slips. I, we, Great slips. We had the three, three, three. I think three, three, three. If we don't okay. win these slips tonight, we know angel numbers bullshit. Yeah, be it. Okay, that's. I did two slips. That's t- I got to put in a third slip later. I wasn't gonna do it, but now I have to put in. You know what I'm saying? We have we have to. I got to sleep on it. Get some more information close to the game. We each got to put in a third slip. So I'll, I'll drop those in the community. Um, that is a great call. When it when it's time. One thing I w- did want to talk about before we get at it. If you put the Lamar Jackson stuff, because we I don't think I've said the word quarterback on here in like two weeks, and nobody they don't tell you. When you're doing well, they don't pat you on the bat or nothing. Um, but apparently, uh, Lamar Jackson tweets he loves the Baltimore. Cites a, cites a false narrative about his uncertain future. Oh, I like and the this is, screenshot here. He looks like he's choking someone out. Yeah, he, <laughs> that's a that's not a real beard on the guy on the right. Oh. Not a real. I don't. That looks like Vinny Testaverde with uh, hair plugs. <laughs> Beard plug. <laughs> um, so scroll down. Yeah, Lamar tweeted yesterday. Yeah, said, I love my Ravens, but I don't know who the hell is putting it out or putting out the false narrative. I'm having thoughts about leaving. Stop trying to read my mind. And did the emoji like rolling his eyes. Ugh. Um, but the thing is also, <laughs> the tweet comes at a time when Jackson has shown no interest in engaging in contract extension talks. That's just one of those like, what? No, they're trying to give you like $150 million guarantee. He's like, mm, mm, mm. Louisville, man. You, you can't trust the guy that went to Louisville. They, they, they're not wired right. Uh, scroll down a little bit. These guys have like the worst people possible in their corner. You know, like the. I think Lamar is like, doesn't have an agent guy. And, I think. And he's like friends with Kodak Black. So it's like, I he, mean. Listen. I can't remember who posted it first, but before we found out Deshaun was nasty, he posts like on Instagram one of those like like if your friend's not working harder than you, you in the wrong circle. And either Lamar Jackson reposted it or Lamar posted it, and Deshaun reposted it. I was like, oh boy! So he one of those man. I, I I once you wanna once you need to succeed more than sleep, that's when you succeed. And I was like, oh boy, oh brother. Um, he's going to his fifth year option. Which it's just wild how the like the Baker Mayfield's going to the fifth year option and it's absolute chaos because they can't find anybody to take it. Lamar Jackson's going to his fifth year option and it's chaos because they're like, we want to give you so much money. Um and it's a it, Biscotti, who I think is the Ravens own yeah, Ravens owner, said Tuesday he doesn't foresee Jackson signing extension before the start of the 2022 season unless he has a change of heart. And describe Jackson's decision to wait as quote unique as hell. <laughs> it's always good. This is, I don't, it's just one like, come on, like, let's not fuck around here, man. Go on and lock up that $150, 200000000 dollars a month. Mm-hmm. It only takes one bad snap in training camp and preseason, and it's like, well, you know, he's Lamar. He'd still get paid. You would for sure. You don't want to find out, man. Right. You don't want to find out. And is wait, it, what's the? Is he out of there? Oh, oh, people say, oh, Lamaga. Oh, I mean, he he asked Trump to get Kodak out. 
and Kodak got out. So I feel like Lamar is probably a MAGA guy. I don't know if it's to the extent. I don't think he's a MAGA guy. Why? A lot of the people are MAGA guys. I don't know. He tweeted him a lot. I think. Tweeted Trump a lot? Yeah, oh boy. yeah, yeah. Jonathan Paul's saying he, tweet, he would not stop tweeting at him. Maybe was he tw- Was he just, we found out Lamar Jackson was just like first response, like first ratio. I, um, I mean, did did Lamar Jackson play the game the week of 1-6? I don't know. He might have been somewhere else. He was at the Capitol. He didn't that play. That was a, yeah, he was like, I, coach, I can't play in that playoff game. Why? Wow, what's really, he hurt? No. No, um, I'll be in Washington. Um, I'll be in Nancy Pelosi's. I'll be. I'll have, I'll have my boots on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Um, <laughs> says he doesn't. Is we'll pay him when he's ready. Um, okay. So if you show me the other tweet, that's showing like how much he stands to make. Uh, uh, if he goes year yeah. by year. Here we go. This is from the uh, sport tra- spot track. Sport- I, I'm going to call it sport track. Um, it says if Lamar Jackson just lets it ride, meaning he plays out the rest, like 23 million on the last year of this contract, he would get franchise tag next year, around 32 million. They can use they can franchise tag you for a second time, but they can't do it for a third time. So for this year and the next two years, he would make himself 94 million guaranteed. Like, hey, pretty good, right? Um, but then it shows for 2022 to 2024. So over the next three years, same span, how much these guys are getting in cash. Rodgers is getting 150. Watson's getting 138. Stafford's getting 120. Mahomes getting 107. Allen's getting 105. Prescott's getting 85. And again, this is best case scenario if Lamar Jackson stays healthy each year. So it's one like. Man, even if you don't want to sign the ten-year deal, it would—it just seems like it'd be in his best interest to, even if you just sign a four-year deal, three or four-year deal, thirty million per something or like whatever, lock you in some money, man. It is this, this ain't something to be cute about, and I don't give Louisville people financial advice, so this is crazy. Yeah, he, but I, if you're doing this, he probably just doesn't want to be there, you know. Which, like, which I get, but again, like. Deshaun Watson didn't want to be in Houston. You can work around, like you know what I mean. True. So, it, maybe it's just I come, I think about it like NBA because NBA you just sign you sign it you get the money and then you mm-hmm. and it's definitely different in football. But because the thing is, if if you just don't want to be there, he's you have to be there for three more because they're gonna tag you. Like you know what I mean? Unless they're gonna tag you and trade you, which. I could see that for the last time, it was like, hey, we're like, we're not, we can't tag you a third time. You clearly don't want to long time, sign long term. We'll probably just trade like as many picks as we can get. So even then, he's still not, he would have to get to the next destination and the third year healthy. So what do we yeah, think say, about he, Lamar Jackson to the Buccaneers after Tom Brady retires? Ooh, I, I think a little bit further south. He's a, he's from Miami. Oh, go to Miami, two a time fails. What yeah, two has got this year and next year. Like this year mm-hmm. and the next year will be his fifth year option. Lamar would have this year and franchise tag number one. But if at that point he was like, Yeah, I'm going to the Dolphins, then yeah, it would be okay. They 
would have stuff to trade for him. It's just like two years in football is kind of like eternity. Like Tyreek Hill is, I think, 30 now. At 32, who knows? He might still be really good. He might be out of the league. Like that's how fast football two years is. Um, but I, I mean, I get it. Waiting to see, you know, if he didn't want to stay there long term. I get it, but I would still, I feel like I'd still sign it. Like, dude, they are two different teams paid to get rid of Carson Wentz. The Falcons are paying the biggest cap hit in history for their fran- for the best quarterback in franchise history. The Steelers paid a crazy cap hit for Antonio. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you sign it and want out, them having well, it's tougher to trade you then, that's their problem, not yours. So... Dead cap is just kind of not a thing now. Lions took some to get rid of Stafford. Rams took some to get rid of Golf. Philly took some to get rid of Wentz. But it's just kind of like dead cap is just kind of going to be a thing. So I, I'd be like, yeah, at least pay me for like 23, 24, 25, or like an option for 25, something. Lock you in. He could lock in 40 million a year if he wanted to. And. Oh, I just like I see Dak at the bottom there, and Dak is the one whose ankle came off his foot. Right, he's making eighty five still. So, and it's like, it's like, and that was worst case scenario. And it's like, do you do you want to try to follow up the worst case? And like, do you mm-hmm. do you want to be the second worst case scenario? Especially when uh, you're a mobile quarterback, you know. Like, yeah, so it's like it might take one. Um, let's see, Williams. Okay, Tyree Turk twenty eight this month. I did. Okay, so he. Ugh. That's even worse. He's not 30, but he will be. Um, <laughs> that's yeah, at least, at least pull the uh pull the band-aid off. Um he says if they doesn't show it, they're yeah. If I mean if he doesn't sign, yeah, they have no choice, but that you can't you can't have him just walk for nothing. So Bears watching. Bears watching, but go to if you uh search for Lamar Jackson's sport track page i want to see how much he's made like total they got most of most are old too y'all naming some old heads um waddle is young let's see he even made that much that's what i'm saying he was drafted into the first round so how he made yeah five his first year a million and change a million and change and so this year like this will be the most he's ever made by far and you add all that up and it won't be as much as he'll make next year so why, I said, why, is it? why wouldn't he want the guaranteed cash it's kind of blowing that's, my mind that's what i'm saying like again it's like hey, i get it i if he's like hey man i, don't, I just don't want to sign a 10-year deal in baltimore i just don't want to be here i get it brother sign a four-year deal and then like and this is where an agent would help you know being your own rep you get and I, yeah google screwed. let me let me make sure does it say who his agency is because i might have that but i think lamar yeah self-repped so yeah no. that's one of those where he's like what well, i don't want to be there and an agent would be like no i get that like don't don't think about 2032 you won't be that nobody cares sign this for four years and if worse goes to worse you'll be out in like three mm-hmm. you'll get You'll get more money, like you stand to make 94. We can get you probably closer to like 120, 130. But I don't know. Is it Dak selling mattresses? Dak got to. His foot came off. His foot came off his body. Um, 
is it waiting is smarter than signing a year early uh, is it though I don't think in in his case I don't think so well, I, I, the case I could see for what like the earlier you lock yourself in longer deal the sooner you become like you drop because more people get paid and move up so again Kirk Cousins played the long term route he got franchised twice and he's making big money because Washington was just willing to like, I don't think they got anything for Kirk Cousins. They was like, we franchised and you left. Uh, Lamar Jackson is an MVP. So it's like, we even if you leave, we got to trade. You can't walk for nothing. But I, him just wanting out of ball, like one of the more stable like football organizations. I don't know. Player empowerment, man. Yeah. You just got to stay healthy. If he stays healthy, that's a, I would just never want to uh, play a football like playoff football on a one-year contract. I don't care how much the one year is. And that's why the guys like hate the franchise tag. So, but I don't Lamar seems cool. If he likes it, I love it. He is agent. So he getting a hundred percent of a hundred percent. So let's see, Matt Dax deal was giant when he signed now. This yeah, if whoever signs like if you have Okay, uh, this is what we'll close on. Pull up the whatever draft was after Lamar. Like Lamar was in the twenty what eighteen draft. Yeah. So give me the twenty ninth. I need. To, I want to see like the quarterbacks about to get paid. Um. Let's see, Kyler this, Murray. So Kyler. Okay. So Kyler Josh and Josh Allen. Ja- well, no, that's that's a defense. Josh Allen. Ja- other quarterback. Oh, Josh bad. Allen's already been paid. <laughs> um, Daniel Jones. Yikes. Dwayne Haskins. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so just Kyler. So, like, if you're the Cardinals, your incentive is to sign Kyler as soon as possible. Even if you give him the biggest deal of all time right now, in two years, he'll be like the eighth highest paid quarterback. That's just how the market works. If you're Kyler, your incentive is to not be signed in. Like, your incentive is to sign like three. Like, I think Stafford just signed four years. I think. Dak signed three or four because you want to hit the market as often as possible. So I could see that too from Lamar, but it's just one of, he just hasn't really locked in any bread. This will be the big year, but I don't know. I just, I would just, I would feel more comfortable. I feel like I'm just going to watch every run this year, like a grandmother, like, Oh, I hope we don't get her. Um, cover my eyes. That's exactly how I feel about it. You already feel like that, like when a guy when a guy yeah. plays like that, you're always like, "Oh man, if you just stayed in the pocket and threw the ball, man, you wouldn't, ah, don't you want to take?" Well, that even thing? then, it's like, like you can run, but it's like, dude, I know you're trying to get every yard you can. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, maybe it's better for it to be a second and two, and you don't get your clock clean. Right. It's like, wait, man, he picked up the first, he got 11 yards when they needed eight, uh, and he got absolutely cracked by Aaron Donald and. uh Aaron Donald again. Unless if so, you're Carson Wentz, in which case, keep on keeping on. Keep on yeah, doing no, it. Jim Irsay was like, keep running, Carson. Don't ever slide. They're like, you're going to get him killed out there, Jim. And Jim said, you're gone. Um, Jim was like, you boy, have to trust is, my goddamn vision you, for once. You, <laughs> you never saw it. Um, okay, go to the next year. Who's the? Because that's nasty for quarterbacks. That would be 2020. Yeah, 2020. Let's see who the quarterbacks are there because they are a year away from Burrow. Okay, that ooh, hoo, hoo. that's gonna be the good one. Burrow Herbert. 
Burrow, Herbert, Tua. So, like, if you're – and this is just traditionally how the Bengals do work. They negotiate extensions, like, kind of as soon as possible. For I think for that exact reason, you get a lot of money up front when maybe you didn't have it ready, and the longer that contract goes, the more of a steal it is. Two is interesting though, because Tua might be like, "Hey guys, I'm ready to sign now," and they might be like, "Uh, hold that thought, uh, my guy. Let's see what Tom says. Let's see. Have we heard from Lamar yet? Okay, we've all right, the, Tua. We've we got the talk. yacht yeah. gassed up. We're waiting to see who shows up." <laughs> Stephen Stephen Ross is on the yacht. Uh, Mike McDaniel has brought his vibes on the yacht, and we're waiting. It's like somebody pops up a mystery. Uh, Tom Brady, and Tom Brady walks out. New quarterback of the Dolphins. I don't think the Bucks are done. I really do think something happens there. I think... What do you mean? Like, uh, yeah, give it. Send us out. Prediction. What happened? I don't know. I feel like. I feel like. Ah, maybe maybe Brady did prove the do the mob move and get Arians out of there, and now it'll be settled. But I I still feel like Brady doesn't want to play there one more year. I think he wants Ooh. to, but I don't know. I'm a the, the, conspiracy theorist about it. Yeah, it just makes me think. Okay, if the Miami stuff is real, then nothing. Like, why would we think Tom Brady would play one more year and then just go to the right? Like, yeah, true. He clear he clearly still has it. Even if like if they win the Super Bowl, I don't know what would make him retire this year. But if he wants to play in Miami, he just do it a year from now. Right. Even if he thinks they'll take him, he's Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, but alas, that'll do it for today. Uh, covered a lot of top. We finally got to the bottom of the Daniel Kalua business. Found out it Thank was just him having a girlfriend. It was bunk. He had the audacity to uh, yearn for human companionship, um, and he should be crucified for it. No, thank you to chat. Uh, everybody checking in, everybody that gave the thumbs up and five star and subscribe so they can yell at us tomorrow. Thank you to Scoob for pushing the buttons for us today. And always, we'll be back tomorrow. Jam will be back. Uh, I, I assume we will learn something else that we presume is false about Jam and Rudman will have to confirm. You got to show up to find out. We'll see you tomorrow.